Welcome to episode 26 of the Inside Bite. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with co-host, Rudy. How's it going this week? Hey, how's it going? I didn't realize we were at 26 already. That's, man. All right, we're, we're making when our way. When did we start doing September, August? Wait a sec. It must have been, remember. we started talking about in the summer. Then I want to say we started t- before school started. So maybe towards the end of August, I want to say. Okay. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool to see. But no, I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm just uh, a little under the weather as is like, seems like 90% of the freaking country. That's what it seems like. Everyone's sick. I was like two weeks ago. I'm good now. Yeah, but no, otherwise I'm good, man. Uh, Christmas good? Yeah, everything was great. You know, kids got a lot of presents as always. It's been fun. And now I'm trying to like stretch this out. They want to go straight back to like two days later. I want to play Roblox. I'm like, no, 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 stop. You need, I need at least a week of seeing you playing with these toys. Right? I was, a. oh my God. Okay. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> But yes, uh, oh, he's super excited, loves it, blah, 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 but then wants to go back and just like mess with <laughs> some electronic. And it's like, no, of no, course, no. like, no, do you no, want I'm this gonna... or not? Because if you don't, I'll get rid of it. I don't right. care. Right. Exactly. Just, I just so. need to know. <laughs> but that's what it is, man. That so, we'll see. Yeah, always, always. I'm sure there's people that have gotten a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or S for Christmas. Yep, Definitely. Most people would pay for a sub, whether it's the Game Pass Ultimate or it's the PlayStation Plus. So we're trying to think, hey, you get a system and let's say you just can't drop 60 bucks right now or 70 bucks right now in a new game. What could you play right out of the gate? just having the online service that you get when you get the system. It's pretty cool that this is even a thing right now, to be honest. Like someone buying a system today versus me and you buying one, you know, 15 years ago. This it is wasn't nuts. like this. Yeah. yeah, this is really good, actually. So, And there's, I mean, fantastic games on both fronts to yep. be played just out of the box. So that's really awesome. Yep. I'll start with my PS5 collection. I'll just go ahead and go through like all five. Top, you top five. Okay. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I did put mine in order. I don't know if you put yours in order. I did. I did. Okay. Okay. On PlayStation's front, it's PlayStation 5 plus collection. And what it is, it's, right. it's the best PS4 games that they brought over that you get for free if you right. get a PS5, as long as you have the PlayStation Plus subscription. So number five, The Last of Us Remastered. This is just considering, hey, you haven't played them yet, and these are my top right. five. Maybe you had um, an Xbox last generation. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're coming to the... Because I have seen a lot of people like that. They have, they've missed a lot of the PlayStation exclusives. So Exactly. So on either side, let's say when we get to the Xbox front, you've never even owned an Xbox, or right. your last PlayStation was a PS3, and you never even had a PS4. Or whatever but the last of us remastered it's a really good one because Perfect, yeah. it's one of the greatest games of all time kind of situation sure if you want to play the last of us part two you know it's a good way to play the first one because it's also remastered of it what's a better game to pick in this top five than one of the best rated games of all time I mean, yeah, it's up there. People really love that game. So, yeah, it's one of those that could be one of the most 10 out of 10 kind of games from yeah. vertical reviewers. Yeah, most people would agree, I would say, especially with the first one, you know, yeah. even though I love the second one, too. But yes, I can totally see most people agree on that one. Number four, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, one of my favorite games of last gen. Great game. When I played this, it was hard to think of a game I enjoyed more from that generation. Sure. Um, I was really, really into Resident Evil 7. It was a return to form after 5 and 6, you know? It kind of yeah. like brought things back. It, it was super scary for a while there in certain parts. It was good. Just know it's really, like, I had a hard time playing it. <laughs> yeah. It's Over really top, scary. Man. So. Those first, like, two hours, yeah, man, if you didn't know any better and you thought the whole game was like that, I think some people would probably just stop <laughs> there. 
<laughs> and it's a good i want to say half of the game is you peeking around every corner being insanely freaked out it eventually <laughs> loosens up after the first half i would say yeah and shout out to the people who played the baker family because man they were so creepy <laughs> they just played they, play, they played it so well that's a good point yeah it's like the freaking stereotypical like hillbilly family but then add a touch of like evil in there <laughs> yeah it's like a like texas chainsaw massacre family <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah or uh what's that movie wrong turn where everyone's like inbred and yes. stuff that's what they kind of yeah, remind yeah. me of <laughs> oh for sure i feel they wouldn't even maybe because it's a video game and it's longer so they can do more with it right because a film you have two hours and even if you get maybe 34 to five minutes for a certain character to shine that's it sure we get hours with these characters yeah yeah it really messes with your head good great great game number Mm -hmm. three monster hunter world monster hunter rise is right around the corner on pc i want to say like mid-january right okay yeah and even to this day i mean you could still play through monster hunter world and just play the main content and pretty much start and finish yeah if you do have on ps5 so it was an unlocked frame rate so when you play it on ps4 let's say you did it's still worth trying out on ps5 if you never finished it because right. it'll go from like 30 to 40 fps to now 60 and the resolution won't be dynamic anymore so we'll stay like i want to say it's now right. just 4k 60 if you play on ps5 the amount of fun that i've had just whether it was friends or playing by yourself it's one of those to where you could great multiplayer and it's great single player I haven't gotten into this game, but I did purchase it because I had a bunch of friends telling me to get it. Just like I promise I will play Monster Hunter Rise with you eventually. I promise. <laughs> I had a bunch of people tell me about it. I downloaded it. First of all, the game looks great. Like I wouldn't expect the game look like that to look as good as it does yeah. on PC for some reason. On top of that, like I, I would watch them play sometimes. Like they stream it to me. And I was like, this looks so like it's like a TV show where they're planning out a whole episode of them planning out their attack and then they go for it. Like I think that's so cool. It looks really fun and strategic. Yeah. So definitely gotta play that one. I put like two three hundred hours into it i know people have put thousands into it oh yeah but do know you really could just 20 30 hour mainline it and have a good time gotcha number two god of war the 2018 game solid pick. I mean, it's fantastic that was really hard choosing between two or one but it landed on number two for me yep i feel we could and there's no I don't know. I don't want to go further. We all know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've said it all about that game. Number one, Detroit Become Human. This is my favorite PS4 game. God, I love this game so much. Uh, Just know it's a game to where what is there? Hundreds, if not thousands of outcomes to different things. And we're not exaggerating when we say that, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it truly is. the, In my opinion, the best example of like multiple choices branching out, they do it better than anyone. It's you crazy. making your own story for, it's, for real. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like I talked to someone who played that game and beat it and we had vastly different experiences. And I don't mean the marketing thing where they say that. Like I truly mean like we had way different things happen throughout yeah. the game. When so. you complete it, even when you complete a chapter, you then are able to see the other branching points. It doesn't right. necessarily show what the result is, but you right. see where it branches and what could happen, like at least on a graph. And yeah, by the end, I mean, you see this graph. I mean, it's got to be hundreds of different points. Oh, yeah. If not, I, I really think it could be thousand. It's hard to remember, but it, it went crazy numbers. Anyway, it was way up there. But that's not I mean, it's a good point about the game. But the main point of the game is just of it's an incredibly well told story. Yeah. And it's one of the best looking games. It's one of the best stories ever told when it comes right. to AI and humans and what should we think of all them? Same sort of levels when it comes to, let's say, like Terminator, Matrix, 
right. these things that play with like what's reality, what's real, how should we treat things that we create ourselves and all of the, right. those that's, sort of questions. That's the main thing I think it addresses. And, and I, I love that topic. Like, is it morally okay to treat, let's say AI a certain way because it's AI or not. And then you, you know, the game's called Detroit become human. You can make your own inferences, obviously based off that, but it's an awesome game. So. And there's a lot of stories of, let's say uh, I'll give one example, but there's like five or six like core stories here. But one of them was an abusive father and his daughter or whatever. Right. And the conflicts of this new AI, a part of the mist and basically trying to help the daughter from this abusive father. But yes. then the more you play and the more you watch, the more you realize that like they always play with what was even right and what was wrong with who was doing what and why and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another, um, not a video game, but you know, the show Black Mirror touches on stuff like this all the time. Yes. If anyone's yes. ever checked that out, man, that's another one that really, I love anything that has to do with AI and questioning, you know, how things should go. They'll throw time. something at you in the beginning. Hours later, you're thinking <laughs> completely different. Everything right. you thought was a lie kind of stuff. Right. You know? right. Yep. No, that's that's a good first pick. I'm glad you picked that too, because although I don't think it's probably like the number one, be- objectively, putting my own opinion outside of it, best game, I think it's, I could totally see it being a lot of people's favorite game on the list. Yeah. Um, because the experience you have with it. Yeah, that's my five. For my list, you know, I did put it in order as well, but again, not necessarily in order of what I think is the best game versus the worst game. I hate saying worst because none of these games are bad. More like games I think every new PlayStation owner should play, right? There were two games that would be in here, but Mm -hmm. Bloodborne, for example, I didn't put in because the whole 30E, 60FPS thingy. Okay. I feel they're they're right around the corner to actually fixing that. Mm Mm-hmm. But until they do, I don't want to put in this list or else it totally would be. I would put it over oh, some yeah, of these no. other games. I'll um, tell you why I put it in. But yeah, I totally okay. get that. And then another thing, Persona 5. There's Persona 5 Royal, which yes. is a far better game. Yes, and you yes. would be really stupid to dump like 100 to 200 hours into, into the old regular version. Persona 5 because you can't just like buy DLC and now obtain it. It mm-hmm. is a completely separate purchase. So I really I hate that they have the original and they don't have Persona 5 it's Royal so up there. Dumb. They or just pull it out. Now people are playing this base game and not realizing they're missing like half the con like it really yeah. is playing like that near replicant, right? But you're playing the right. original near replicant instead right, of playing right. the the new one that's, un- that's unfortunate i wish they would fix that cause... because there's a bunch of content added and even in between a bunch of different things uh the combat's a lot better there's a lot of better systems um the dungeons are a lot better to explore because of new mechanics it's right. com- it's a huge upgrade that's so it's says. really weird playing the base game and why it's still in there is kind of sad that's crazy man anyway so that so those two would be in there if it wasn't for those reasons no i get that i get that Sorry. Anyway, no, all right. good. what's your good. what's your top five? <laughs> all right, so um, I'm gonna start with number five's uh, um, the Last Guardian. Now, hold on a second. Why am I drawing a blank on this right now? Is this on the collection? Why did I see this it pop is. up? In there? Like, it is. Okay, it's for some reason, there. my brain was just like, wait a sec, this is not on PS5. Okay, even though I saw it in that list, I keep thinking it's not on PS5 for some weird reason. I, I hope it's on PS5 because 
I think it's more there. people can it's play there. this. Okay, it's there. Okay, great. Any PS4 game plays on PS5. Right, right. Of course, of course. Yes. Okay. We're pulling from that PlayStation Plus collection. Right, right, right. Okay. That I, that I so now that we've cleared that up, okay. um, it's a very simple game, first of all. A nice, easy thing to ease into, you know. But at the same time, it's got a really great, you know, story. And they don't say one word in the whole game. I think it's an easy game to just start off with, you know, that's all. And, and like I said, it's just very charming. Reminds me of like a Pixar movie or something, you know, that kind of thing. Number four, Until Dawn, is w- probably one of the biggest sleeper hits, I think, on PlayStation. Like so many people have not played this game. It's so much fun. You know, those, you know, I'm sure people are familiar with the, um, what is the name of that new franchise that these guys are making now? The Dark Pictures Anthology, you know, yeah, those games. Yeah. Again, those games are pretty decent, but this is way better. This is like your... You know, you got four friends all watching a horror movie together and there's literally a mode in the game where you can do like uh, a crowd thing, like people connect with their phones and they choose like do this action or do do this action. Like a lot of people don't know about that feature, but it's really cool. So let's say you had 10 friends together and you're the one who's playing, you control. Um, do you run? Do you stay under the bed? And people vote on it and stuff. And then it goes one way or the other. It's really cool, man. It's a B-rated horror film. Yeah. Think of like exactly. in the woods or something like that. A great description, actually. It's like a fun slasher movie, but then it gets kind of wacky as you go and you play the whole thing. So a ton of fun. And so many people have not played that game, which, which is very unfortunate. Then I got number three, Last of Us. I know you already mentioned it. I just think this is a game that every PlayStation owner should play. Whether you love it or you hate it, which I don't think you'll hate it, but everyone's got to experience this game, man. Great story. The graphics are crazy, for, especially for that time. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, just totally worth playing. And now they got a show coming out. So now you're going to get the background source material. Do we have yeah. any idea when that's coming out, by the way? I don't even know at this point. No, I don't think they've set a date. Yeah, I don't think so. Now, another one I had in common with you was God of War. And we have it in the same spot, by the way, number two. I mean, we talked about it before, but again, God of War... God, it's just so, it's so well done. It's, it's super fun. It looks great. The story's awesome. It's easy to play. You can set your difficulty. So if it's a little too tough for you, no problem. You can bring it down. You want more of a challenge, you can bring it up. I think I played it on the second hardest difficulty and it felt just right. Me me too. That's where I put it. Now, I think, I don't think we've mentioned this enough, but the combat Uh system in this game, that's what makes the game over. It's great. It's great. It's so good. I I, Very good combat system. I know this is like cringy now to say this at this point, but it does have some dark souls in it a little bit because it started using the shoulder buttons for your um, swinging your axe and attacking and things. And and it's a lot more like deliberate, you know, yeah, like, um, yeah. more impactful. I, I hate to say the word slow, but you know what I mean? Just, it is. Um, you feel every hit mm-hmm. a lot more with this than you would, let's say like Devil May Cry, for example. Right. In the older God of War games, they were good, but it was more like you're swinging around like crazy. You're going like, like you said, it's, it wasn't so deliberate. Every hit wasn't you know, exactly what you were trying to do all the time. Yeah. And then you got the sequel coming out too. So you set yourself up perfectly. You just got a PS5. You play God of War. God of War Ragnarok comes out. And in. you get the PS5 upgrades here. So you do get the 64K. Yep. Yeah, definitely worth playing. And then my number one is Bloodborne. Now, let me preface this by saying, number one, Bloodborne is such a funny game because number one, it's one of my favorite games of all time. But number two, it has this issue, which is the 30 FPS, which has bothered me since the first day I played it. Since the first day I played that game, I loved it, but I instantly noticed that. But the fact that I still played it through multiple times shows you how good it is. Now, the reason why I put it number one, even with that issue intact, is that I think a ton of people who will buy a PlayStation 5 are probably not really thinking about FPS as much as we are, or even people in these groups are. A lot of people probably won't, don't even know what that is, to be honest. Like, I have to remove myself sometimes and remember, this is like millions of people buying these systems. I still think it's, I would recommend it for sure. Now, if you are someone who FPS is a big thing for you, 
And maybe put that on the back burner until we get that patch because we need that patch very badly. I've seen so many people who are like casual gamers start Bloodborne. And at first they're like, this is impossible. Then they get past that first little street area and then they start liking it. And the next thing you know, they're a big fan of all the games, you know? And th- some of those people, like I said, are pretty casual. So I think they could get past the, the 30 FPS. Me personally, I can't get past it anymore. And I know you can't either. I agree with you. Many, yeah. many people would play this and have no issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd have a different issue. If, if anything, it'd be too hard. That would be the issue they'd probably have. Meanwhile, we're over here like, oh my God, my eyes hurt. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, man, I really badly wanted to put that in. No, and I know. I, I know. also wanted to put Until Dawn in, but, you know, we're just trying to pick five. So. Yeah, so it looks like we shared Last of Us and God of War, huh? Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, now you know those two for sure. We gotta, you gotta play. You would be crazy. I mean, honestly, forget everything else. Play, play God of War. Yeah, you have to. It's, yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> On the Xbox side. So this is what I would recommend to other people playing. This mm-hmm. isn't my top five like personal favorites from five to one. This was in the vein of like. I really think people would super enjoy this going into it. My order would be very different here. So I'm putting sure. Psychonauts 2 at number five. But Psychonauts 2 is like I'm debating my game of the year kind of level. And right, I would have right. it higher in my personal five. Okay. Sure. Psychonauts 2, number five. Again, I think it's one of the best games this year. Yeah. The amount of creativity. Um, I mean, Tim Schafer has proven himself a million times over. Uh, Secret of Monkey Islands, uh, Grim Fandango, Full Throttle, Full Throttle, uh, and a bunch. Day of the Tentacle, Broken, Broken Age. Age, and then he's uh, this Double Fine. It's now technically a Microsoft first party studio, mm-hmm. but it's one of my favorite games. I really, really love Psychonauts too. That's great. Like you were saying earlier, I mean, okay, oh, it's top five. I hate to put it higher or lower. These are still, I mean, oh, top yeah. five, some of the best games ever kind of level i mean on all of game pass i mean that's that's still that's still pretty huge so yeah 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 no but i I love this game the uh if i was reviewing it i'd give it a 10 out of 10 i've said this many times because everything they try to do i think they achieve perfectly every hour or two they throw something different at you and it but it doesn't feel like some aren't worse or better than others it's all super solid like um It takes two. I played a decent amount of it. There were okay. some parts to where like some is better than other parts when it comes right. to like how fun something may be or whatever. With Psychonauts 2, I just feel it kept ramping up. Oh, wow. This is even more creative and more fun than I played even an hour ago. Same and an hour ago, I was thinking that that was the best moment I've had. Right, right. And it just kept ramping up. Even the uh, graphical presentation, I love a lot. Oh, my God. I love how the game looks. Beautiful. It's very. The art style is so wacky and cool. I don't know how to explain it. It's very. I don't know. Trippy visuals. Like I don't know how to explain it. Kind of reminds me like a like a Tim Burton kind of feel thing going on. You know. That's but it's 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 its its own style though for sure. It's not like uh, Tim Burton dark style. Right. But it's Tim Burton in the styles of uh, like humans being overly exaggerated and areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Fantastic. But number four. Fours are hurt highs and five. I think this is something somebody could boot up and just have the time of their life for hours yep. and hours and hours and hours. Uh, there's so much content in this game, but you could play it three hours and put it down, and you could play it 400 hours and put it down, and you would still have an amazing experience. 
Let me, let and, me ask you a question about Forza, because I, I don't know. Okay, the past uh, Forza games that have come out, have they gotten this much fanfare? I know they always get reviewed well, but this seems like a new level. They're, they're, like, well, they're getting better and better. That's that's the thing. It's like crazy. So. I've never seen a Forza game comes out and come out and hear people rave about it this much. They always have good things to say about it. Think, this seems like um, another level. think Tony Hawk is the best way. Uh, uh, I saw okay. someone put it in that vein, and I was like, dude, that is genius. That it's makes like sense. That. So let's say you're not even into skateboarding or extreme sports, something like that, but you play Tony Hawk. You still have a ton of fun to have with it, and there's so many things you can do. Like, there's right. objectives to be had. Just fooling around is also just as fun. You I can just you. free skate on a random level on Tony Hawk and just have a great time, try to okay. find crazy secrets or get on top of some something or like in forza horizon 5 there's so many different environments from like a desert to a volcano to a snowy sure. area whatever but on top of it it's like trying to find secrets like a like a tony hawk would be or even just the gameplay itself it's very fun to just like drift around corners on a mountain while racing other people or you can drive anywhere and everywhere at any point in time, even in the middle of a race, if you just want to be an idiot and just steer off the road and fall down a mountain, you can. I mean, you're going to lose, but <laughs> they don't restrict you, you know, on anything. Awesome. Or you could technically access any vehicle at any point in the game. Now, you would need, like, the money. You would need to find whatever ways to, like, obtain it. But nothing's holding you back outside of your own just uh, skill level. Or, or there's, like, random billboards hidden all throughout the world of you having to, like hit this ramp to land on a roof, but then this roof has this little thing that you could travel on to get to another roof. So you can obtain this secret item. And they're, they're really good about you just like exploring and having fun okay. in this world. I'll still have to give that a shot sometime. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Do maternal number three. Pretty this good. is the perfect example of like you getting a new system and trying to get a lot out of it. So yeah, yeah. the, it has uh 60 FPS, uh, ray tracing and then you get crazy high resolution crazy high visuals and experience all that but you can also do the 120 fps mode and so if you let's say you got the system and you had a nice tv that had 120 hertz and you really want to take advantage of right. a new system's capabilities this is a great game to do that doom eternal at 120 is fantastic i mean if it, it, it it's, looks it's in place so well it's, it's just I, I can't believe how good it feels to play that game like that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But even if you were like, let's say you didn't have a TV that could do 120 and you could just do 60. Well, then turn on ray tracing and have one of the most prettiest games you'll ever see. So either Fair way, enough. it's a really good system pusher uh, to get you to experience visuals you couldn't have gotten last gen. Kind gotcha. of gotcha. So definitely worth it. Obviously, the game's just fantastic. On top oh, of yeah. it. if it wasn't a good game, I wouldn't be saying all this to begin with. Near Automata, number two. I don't know, one of the greatest games of all times. Super easy to play, too. You know, it's not like uh, it's very easy to just jump right in. So this edition of the game, when it originally released on PS4, it wasn't as bad as the PC version, but it still it has some problems. Freaking messed up. Um, this is almost like a game of the year edition kind of deal of it and they basically fixed a lot of like frame rate issues uh, resolution that. being a little better a lot of the stuttering's gone i don't know all, all these weird things that it had even on playstation 4 like the cutscenes was gone. the main issue it would drop fps so much during the cutscenes, and it was yeah. like <laughs> it doesn't do that here so gotcha fantastic game 
incredible. I was about to say ending, but every three or four hours, it throws something yeah, yeah. insane at you. So just a great game overall. It's one of the games to where I'm a really big fan of games messing with your mind or yep. movies or whatever. So again, like Kingdom Hearts, Matrix, Metal Gear Solid, stuff like that. Nier falls into that same vein of it's going to keep messing with your head, keep screwing with you, have you questioning things. Same with Detroit Become Human. But I think Nier Automata is even a way better game than Detroit in terms of uh, it messing with your head, but also incredibly enjoyable to play. Yeah, so I, re- I had to read a ton afterwards. Not even because I didn't understand everything, but I wanted to know more and more and more. So I'm actually surprised this isn't in the PS5 plus collection yeah i would think so too it was i mean it was a console exclusive at one point wasn't it yeah yeah it was very big um it was important sony game whatever but yeah it's their xbox game pass you have to play it if you don't think you'd be into it just try it anyway play 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 the first hour and you'll get a general idea uh, because it throws a lot at you in the beginning to get you to realize that oh it's a vertical shooter bullet hell thing. 20 minutes later, oh, now I'm fighting this big robot and it's playing like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry. And then 30 minutes later, it's completely other gameplay style. So just know um, the game's going to take you all over the place in terms of even how you play it or the character you're playing or the story is presenting you. Yeah, sure does. 10 hours in, you think the story is one way. 25 hours in you've been turned around about seven different times at that point <laughs> and you have no idea what's going on it's freaking wild man <laughs> anyway <laughs> fantastic game and then number one i am putting halo infinite let's just say okay halo infinite it's free anyway you get an right. xbox i'm still right. putting this number one in terms of obtaining through game pass because yeah. the campaign i think it's phenomenal I really, really love this campaign. It's fun. Over anything else, it's Halo in a sandbox open world with a bunch of Halo physics, and you go crazy and have a ton of fun. That sounds awesome. It's so much fun to play. And now, the story, I mean, I'll talk to it here right now. The, I was very, very surprised. I've been playing a lot of the campaign. I didn't mm-hmm. know Master Chief. Man, first of all, they're nailing the character. Okay. Now, I feel it's because they got the staying guy who used to work with Bungie, and he came in and basically almost saved the development of this game. So, so But they're getting original people helping with this game that gotcha. previously worked like the older Halos. I feel I can tell because the way Master Chief talks and behaves and all of that, it's OG Master Chief feeling to where four and five, right. say what you will on those games, he didn't really feel himself. He talked differently, kind of felt differently. But in this gotcha. game, he feels like how he used to feel. Like back to form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But because everything's wrapping up with all the previous Halos and is sort of coming to some conclusion here, I don't want to say anything more, but he's explaining so many of his internal struggles are finally being vocalized in this game. Right. But in a very Master Chief way, it still feels very OG. It's touching really hard on like his origins as as a human or like whenever they were creating him for the Spartan and the doctor that was developing him and all that. Right. And all of those basically childhood horrors that he had to go through uh, okay. to become who he is today. No, I can't like, wait to It's play. so yeah. cool to experience. So I'm looking forward to that, man. I, everything I've heard is it's so wild. Cause it's all over the place. Like I'm not really hearing a lot of negativity at all. I'm just hearing 
either what you said. I love the whole, the gameplay of the campaign. And then others are saying, oh my God, these certain moments had me so, I couldn't believe what was happening. And so I'm just looking forward to absorbing all of it, man. It's going to yeah. be great. So The negatives, I mean, they're not false. If someone says, hey, the environment doesn't change. Yeah, it doesn't change. Sure. Um, so that's true. Um, sure. But the amount of fun and the amount of story I'm getting from it. Oh, I can't like, wait, man. It's incredible. So Super excited for that. Anyway, that's my number one. Very cool. All right. Well, I mean, it looks like we share a few here. So let me hit those first and then I'll tell you my others just to, you know, clear them up. So I had number four, I had Nier Automata like you did. I mean, we've already said it. I think everyone in the world should play this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> super easy to jump into. And yes, I love my games where there's no difficulty settings, but um, Nier and Doom are both games in which you can. If you have a hard time, turn it down and play it because it's worth it's worth playing through. Um, so I had that at number four. I had Halo Infinite at number the story, two. It's, sorry, the story is trying Go to ahead. tell is far more important than yes. Yes. you enjoying or not enjoying the gameplay or whatever. You just totally need to agree. see what happened. Like if someone could just put it in movie form and you watch yeah. it, I'd be happy yeah. with it. The, the gameplay is a vehicle to get you, you know, yes. to yes. the story. That, that's all. The game. Don't get me wrong. The gameplay is fun. It's but great. It's great. But if, you, if it's too hard for you or you're having problems, dude, turn it down. We don't care. We need you to experience yes. Nier. And I, I will say also, if you do ever play Nier and you start off, I will say, and this is not a spoiler at all. It's just telling you, you know, the beginning of the game, you can't save for the first, let's say, 20 minutes or so. If you die in the first 20 minutes, you start again. So... I've seen so many people who say, this game doesn't respect my time. I'm done with this game. I understand your frustration, but it's it's the reason why they do that is it's so tied to the story and the way things are in this world, and it just makes sense. But turn it down. Turn the difficulty down. If you have trouble, I, I did it on hard. I died once. I was like, okay, hard is too hard. Let me do it on normal. I did it on normal. I passed it. That's it. You're going to miss a great game if you don't keep going. But I've seen so many people say they quit after dying in that beginning sequence, which is crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I had that at number four. I had Halo Infinite at number two, which you also had, obviously. Um, the, the game is amazing. And yes, I know I'm referring more to the multiplayer side. I haven't played the campaign yet. Everything I hear in all accounts, it sounds like it's it's a campaign you should not miss. But obviously you have the multiplayer as well, which is just the best Halo has been in a long, long time. And then lastly, I had number one, I had Doom Eternal, which I know we already cleared. It goes all the way up to one. You can get up to 120 on, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox, right? That's crazy. That's so... Doom Eternal is the kind of game where you feel like you're like you're in a movie or something. You're just running. You kill this guy. You turn around. You like I can't believe how far they went in Doom Eternal with mm -hmm. you set this guy on fire. Then you uh, you shoot the grapple hook at this guy in the sky. You go towards him. Then you shotgun him. And then you turn. It's just like such crazy stuff you can do. And then the glory kills and all this happening in 120 FPS and the game looks amazing. I mean, and oh sorry, most importantly. The music? Come on, man. You put all that stuff together to have a great package. So totally worth playing. Now, those are the three we had in common. So I'll, I'll mention the two that we didn't was I had a number five. I had Ori in the Blind Forest. So I think the sequel's even better, but I just oh, don't I think, know if I think you've it played is. the sequel. Have you I, played I, the sequel? Yeah, I've played both of them. Okay. Um, yeah, you can't play two without playing one. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly my thinking. So I think Ori and the um, – Will of the Wisps, the second one, is even better. But I think Ori the Blind Forest is... I mean, they're both, like, actually 10 out of 10 experiences. Yeah, they're really yeah. great games. It's, like, a really good Metroidvania, but it's beautiful. It's got great music, a really, you know, touching story. And then it just builds on itself as you go, you know? It just gets better and better. That game's awesome. So definitely recommend playing that one. And then um, number three, I had Hollow Knight, which, I mean, I think I've said enough about this game already, <laughs> but Hollow Knight is just... 
another game that I think is just top tier. I, I, I think Ori and the Blind Forest is a great game. I think Hollow Knight is an even better game, and it does something similar to what Ori does, but it does more. So mm-hmm. if you like Metroidvanias, if you like a challenging game, if you like getting lost in exploration, uh, definitely play Hollow Knight. So, and if you can do the... Now, hold on. Maybe you can cl- clearly... Yeah, you can clarify this for me. So if a game's on Game Pass, is it is that separate from games that are that you can put on the um, xCloud and play on your phone and stuff like that? Are those two no, separate that, things? No, it's the same thing. So okay. you're, you're paying for Game Pass, right? Now, uh-huh. this is under... Game Pass Ultimate, meaning there's a $10 version and a $15 version. $15 version gaming on your phone is also added, plus anywhere else. So that's the mobile side of it all. But the games that are in Game Pass, whether on your console or PC, they're also going to be on mobile as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a few games that don't support mobile, but... Like I want to say, eighty percent of them do support. Right. Okay. Um, the reason the reason I asked that is because I I was saying if you have a way to play it portably, that'd be even better. Yeah, Hollow Knight, you can play it portable, so you yeah. can play it on your phone through Game Pass and play it that way too. Hollow Knight is the kind of game that you pick up, you know, for thirty minutes at a time. Yeah. Maybe you explore a new area. Maybe you fight a boss and you put it down. You know, it's it's really really good for that kind of experience. But looking at all ten of these games on my side and ten on yours. If you were to get a new system and get, you know, even three of these, I mean, you're running set for a while. They're all really great. Games, yes, so. yes, yes. It's just crazy we live in that reality. I know. You get a new system. I mean, some of them even will come with like a, th- a code. Oh, here's the first free month free. I know Xbox, you pay yeah. like three. Well, you pay a dollar, you get the first three months free. PlayStation, I always see like uh, first month for a dollar, stuff like that too. So right out of the gate, even if you didn't even want to pay the 10 or 15, there's deals currently right now. You can get months for like a dollar anyway. So So we're going to jump into the news here. Mm -hmm. And both Spider-Man and the new Matrix came out. Obviously, no spoilers on either front. Uh, One movie's obviously way bigger than the other. Uh, Spider-Man's one of the most i think like i mean is it the biggest movie to date in terms of the box office i don't think i I keep seeing stories but they always word it in clever ways well (laughs) you're 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 so right about that i think if this movie had come out during let's say before covid yeah yeah it very well could have been but given where we are now it's definitely the biggest movie since the last two years for sure and it's okay. huge it's, it's making like numbers that you would make normally before all this happened yeah um and we should just preface this by saying of course we can't do spoilers because tim hasn't seen spider-man and i haven't seen matrix yet so yeah we're so keep i don't want to hear it anyway <laughs> right right we're gonna we're gonna keep it pretty um pretty general spider-man i mean just what do you think on it? Cause I kind of want to hear your thoughts anyway. The more I think about this movie, the more, the more I like it. I'm not someone who normally would go watch a movie more than once. Like, Hey, everyone do your own thing. But for me, I'm like, why, why am I doing that? I wouldn't do that. I'll, like, I mean, going to the theater more than once. Like I would oh, never okay. do that normally. Cause I, yeah, I would definitely watch a movie more than once, but go to the theater again. I usually wouldn't, but this one, I really kind of want to like, after watching the last two movies that led up to this movie, I thought they were both decent. I didn't love them as much as everyone else, like Homecoming and uh, Far From Home. 
Also, we just watched Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 again yesterday. And I was like, these movies are pretty decent. And then I have a soft spot for the originals, the original three, which I always loved. But this movie truly, I think is way better now, than Now, do all you those. think, uh, so those are, that original trilogy, mm-hmm. I think is amazing even today. Like I yeah. went and watched them recently and I'm like, I agree. these movies still hold up really well. They do. They do. They get a lot of weird hate and maybe it's just more meme than even Haiti. I think three uh, gets the most, three gets a lot of hate for sure. Yeah, and I understand there are some actually bad parts in that movie, but overall, the movie is still fantastic. There's just like, I don't know, there's a five-minute section here that's really cringe or a five-minute section here. And maybe there's three of those in total, but over the course of the two hours of the film, it's still crazy good. Yeah, and Um, I think, first of all, I think one and two are amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think three is still better than a lot of other superhero movies that, that are just crappy. So I'll still give it that. But but that, all that being said, anyway, anyway. I, I think this movie is way better than all of those movies, which is crazy for me to even say out loud. Like I just I watched from the first minute this movie started to the last minute it was over and the end credits and everything. I, I was just enthralled the whole time. I couldn't, I didn't look at my watch one time. I didn't look at my phone once. Like, I know that's a funny way to, to you know, a funny bar, I guess you could say. But seriously, in every movie, I'm always like checking like, oh, what time is it? How long have I been here? Not once did I do that. I was so into it the whole time. And they don't even have to do the whole thing where they're like pulling in three other superheroes um, from the other uh, Marvel movies to, to get you interested. No, it's like you see Doctor Strange in the trailers, obviously, and you see Spider-Man. And they keep it very simple, but it's just the story. Oh, man, it's just so good. It's really great. It has a lot of um, clap-worthy moments, you know, where everyone's super excited at what's going on. Some, like, emotional moments as well. Uh, it ties in together with the story thus far. I-, I think this is the kickoff of the new phase of the MCU, truly. I know this isn't technically the kickoff of it. I think that was, like, Black Widow, maybe. But this feels to me like, okay, now we're really getting things rolling here, you know? Yeah. So... It's fantastic, man. You definitely got to go watch it when you get a chance. Yeah. I mean, I, I must see it, obviously. I just haven't yeah. seen it yet. So much fun. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. The amount of reception it's getting, whether it's critical or just fan. I mean, this yeah. is one of those rare instances where everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Yep, yep. You're right. You're right. <laughs> My son sat through this whole movie, too, by the way, which is never, never, ever happens. I thought I was going to have to buy this kid popcorn and candy and all this stuff <laughs> and the lines were too long so we're in there and yeah. i'm like shoot we didn't get any candy and he maybe asked me once or twice yeah can i get popcorn i'm like yeah yeah hold on he's like oh and he's looking at spider-man i'm like oh man this yeah. is so good <laughs> definitely cool. recommend cool. any, everyone go watch that one in theaters if you can because it's a cool experience you know yeah i i mean when i go and take them i gotta take my kid as well and yeah i i already see it now it's gonna be weeks <laughs> of him just pretending to be spider-man <laughs> when that thing's over so. <laughs> that's awesome he even has a spider-man outfit so he was already wearing it a few days ago because spider-man new movie come out you just start seeing it everywhere right. anyway right right that's awesome he's already in the spider-man mood we haven't even so, watched uh, it yet. how about uh how about anyway. you? anything you want to say about matrix yeah 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 it's really hard because i really 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 love this movie but it's right. so set on the precedent of me knowing anything and everything about its lore we were saying a little more before the show best way i could put it is like hey you don't want to go watch infinity war and not know in its context right right i don't know if you could walk into this movie without knowing its context and really enjoy it that much yeah i mean i will say this it's not spoiler don't worry it is setting up for future projects 
Okay. Um, whether that is just a second or third movie, or maybe a, maybe a TV show, something something's going to definitely take place immediately after this, and so right. it's setting up a new world sort of deal with this. Anyway, I loved it a lot, but I know what they're trying to do so they can get the ball rolling on new Matrix content. I'm trying to think. Of, I think I can put it this way. So when you're watching the movie, you'll see a lot of callbacks to the previous trilogy. Mm-hmm. The new world that they're building relies on all of that being the case because, um, I mean, you said you watched the third one, but how do you even... It's been, s- it's been a long time since i Do you I care if I spoil it? the third one? No, no, you can't because I, you know, it's I did watch it at one point, so it's okay. But yes, I'm going to edit in a timestamp right here whenever I finish ending this. Okay. Spoilers last till 40 minutes and 42 seconds. In the end of the third one, Neo and Trinity die. Okay. And I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. They had to build up explaining how they even continue with them dying. So they have to show a lot of previous stuff so they can uh, work in the explanation of the new. But people are. they They do explain it then. Yes. Okay, good. Well, at least like they like connecting the two together. They right, have right, to connect okay. the two together. So they explain explain that connection. Okay. They don't like re-explain the old movies. Right, right, right. I don't mean to say that. But no, they no. have to show a lot being like, okay, and this bit this happens, so then this could happen. They do it in that sort of fashion in a way that I don't want to spoil. Okay. So a lot of people, when I now see the reviews, they're saying, oh, they're using a lot of the old footage. I was like, yeah, you have to. You actually are forced to do it because of the way they're they're doing it here. But there's no better way of doing it. And sure. I would tell you and you would totally agree if I just said <laughs> it right now, but I don't want to spoil it. So I'm right, not going to say okay. why. OK, but they were forced to. Now, they also make fun of the fact and I can say this. And it's awesome. So they make fun of the video game industry and they make fun of the film industry when it comes to people forcing. Like, let's say you came out with a good franchise like Lord of the Rings, and then they always feel forced to make new content out of it, even though the creators want to move on. Oh, I see. So they're making commentary and all of that throughout the film, too. Not subtle. They're straight up call, say WB in the film. Saying, hey, we don't want to make new, co- we were trying to do new things and you keep <laughs> forcing us to make stuff and all of this. And they're blatantly saying this in this new movie. That's awesome. <laughs> but they do it in a way that actually isn't even breaking the fourth wall of the movie, but I can't spoil how or what. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but the Matrix <laughs> is already sort of a thing to where it's like, is it real life? Is it Matrix and all of that? So gotcha. like, there's a lot of leeway there to like breaking the fourth wall, but not actually breaking the movies itself. Fourth wall. If sure. that makes any sense. So, But I mean, all of that, that's why I love this movie. It's so good about connecting tissues, adding layers to things. And if you just sit and think about it for a while it all actually makes sense and none of it is like let's say it's the metagross solid compared to the kingdom hearts kingdom hearts is kind of bad at like throwing stuff at you that doesn't make sense but in all reality the further you dig a lot of stuff is still just like loopholes that (laughs) actually don't lead into anything and don't actually make sense to where in metal gear if you looked hard enough you could find an answer i see okay in Matrix, none of it ever, even though it can get really complicated, 
there's always an answer to everything. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, Neo, I mean, he's a lot older now, and they even play with that. So, like, his action scenes aren't nearly like he's 22 and he's doing a crazy action sequence. Right. He wants to do all of the stunt work himself. He always has been that kind of person. Mm-hmm. So he still wants to do that, even though he's older. So he's not going to be as good anymore. Well, he still does but, him in John, John Wick pretty good. Yeah, still yeah, yeah. Pretty good, So yeah. he does to the level of that. Gotcha. But in the older Matrix movies, he does stuff way superior to even John Wick mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of him running up a wall or flipping or yeah, bending true, backwards true. and all of that. He can't do that nearly as well. But they do put it in the context to where it makes sense for the films anyway to why he couldn't do that. <laughs> that's awesome. again i, like I can't that. spoil anything but there's all these little reasons for all these things so like i'm okay. because i see reviews be like well like he just kind of seems like uh he's he's not doing nearly as awesome stuff that he did in the original trilogy well, but like I mean, yeah but he actually like, can't yeah I mean, he's gotten older <laughs> that's what happens i like that they're but, incorporating I mean, that actually but see that's where the question sort of comes in like should they CG that stuff and make him do better anyway and and make the film like as if like he could even though he can't? Or should they stick to re- the reality of it all? I think I like that better than what the reality would be. I think that's kind of cool, okay. actually. But it just means that you can't have that cool of an action sequence if he could do the thing. So if somebody's watching right. it without thinking about the reality of the situation, they're just going to be like, well, that wasn't as good as of, of an action scene as it could have been. And I, I got to say, to go back to something you said a few minutes ago, um, I didn't find at least Matrix 1 and 2. It's been a while since I saw 3. I didn't find Matrix 1 and 2 to be all that complicated, really. I, I thought it was pretty simple to follow. And so I know a lot of people, when you say something like, oh, the new one, you got to make sure... You're up on your stuff from the previous ones. Again, I, I I didn't find it that hard to follow along with what's going on, unless I'm completely missing something. <laughs> unless the third one throws a lot at you that I've forgotten. But I feel, know. I mean, how do I how do I say this nicely? <laughs> <laughs> I think we I think we can understand these things more than let's yeah, say some other yeah. people can. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. mean, um, you spend a lot of time on math, right? And sure. uh, computer sure. work in general, we know a lot about and all of right, this sort of right. stuff. It's it's our forte. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. If somebody's just used to watching an old Western and they work that <laughs> piggly wiggly up the road, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, they cut meat all day and don't really do much of, you know, like all these things that click for us naturally because we right. grew up around technology and grew right, up understanding course. how it all works. I think that's what's going on here. Yeah. I yeah, think we just understand how tech works a lot better. And you, you kind of have to know that to go into this stuff. And we also play a lot of video games, which have yeah. crazy stories at times that you have to, you know, very complex at times. So, yeah, yeah that makes sense. You're you're playing near, you know, and you're right, right. Like, the story of near. If you're trying to tell someone that out loud, <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Yeah. So <laughs> All right, I, that makes sense. I think that's what's going on here. And okay. I feel somebody who doesn't dabble in a lot of these crazy alternate reality shows, movies, whatever, would have a harder time than someone like us who see this sure. stuff every day. Well, I'm definitely, my plan is to definitely watch it by the time we record the next one. So I'll have some thoughts on that for sure. I'm going to try to watch Revolutions today, probably at some point. It's a great uh, uh, Revelations. Not so good when it comes to watching with the wife, but this new one, I feel oh, no, like she's, a- she's 
she's not I feel even is like the perfect couple movie though. Watch this new okay. one with her. She actually will love it. My, even my if wife's she loving this. It? Okay. And she's not into the Matrix like at all. Okay. But cool. this new one has a very awesome like through line of um of a love story going on. So do you think I could say, hey, I know you haven't seen Matrix one through three, but watch this one with me. They'll kind of catch you up. Yeah, you know, they, now they won't understand all of the meta things, but it right. doesn't matter. Like okay. they, uh, the story of the 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 love story going on here is actually really good too. Okay, uh, and okay, it cool. goes a lot into anxiety issue, depression issues. It goes okay. a lot into mental health issue stuff, and trying to find that fine line of over medication or medicating the correct people that need okay. it, and it cool. flirts that a lot, and it flirts with so like it touches on a lot of things that way outside the matrix of you just getting enjoyment out of something when it comes to if if you're into uh i don't know mental health issues of digging deep and it honestly is lighter on the action side a lot lighter than the previous movies gotcha okay because it's a setup so they can content and that's why they're calling it resurrections because they're resurrecting it to okay turn into more things so I'm not even that big of an action guy. So for me, it actually works in my favor. I actually gotcha. like the less action, honestly, the better. I still want it, but I care way more about the character development and what's okay. happening with, with the meta of it all. So anyway, it's going to be very different than, than Spider-Man in terms of big action. Of course. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely let you know when I watch it. So <laughs> one more film related thing before we move sure. past this the first Lord of the Rings movie turned 20 a few Yay. days ago. And uh, that makes me feel old. Great 20. movie. Great movie. And I wanted to put this to also say Spider-Man, Matrix, all that aside. I mean, no, I think this is technically still the best made movie trilogy of oh all time. It, it has to be. It, there's no other trilogy <laughs> that I can think of that all three are that good. Yeah. So like Spider-Man falls apart in the third one. The Matrix falls apart. I know you said you like it more, but it's not as strong compared to the first two. As Every scene in one, two, and three oh is fantastic. I mean, Lord of the Rings, like I don't have one <laughs> out of those three that I think is way better than the other. I think they're all fantastic. Like I don't feel very strongly one over the other. Star Wars, the original trilogy... I didn't like Return of the Jedi as much as the first two. Like, you can just, there's no trilogy of movies that I can think yeah, of yeah. that is as strong as this. Even John Wick, I thought all three of them are good, but the, it's not as strong as. Um, as and then, it, even so. trilogy aside, if you were to just pull one of those movies, oh my God, yeah. the Lord of the Rings movies, what I'm saying too is the direction, like them actually getting the shots they got, the sets that they made, the actors that they got. The, yep. Nothing ever came together that well in the, any of the movies. Then I I don't know ever I I can't think of another movie that was that grand of a scale pulled sure. off that well sure so it's I don't know it's that's it, awesome it's, it's crazy to think twenty years have gone by I know no one has yet to top it and it You're makes not, me right. think soon after that Mass Effect trilogy no video game has ever topped that in terms yeah, of with a trilogy yeah yeah. yeah. That is yeah, I think you might be right. Down the best God, what execution. A, what an experience that was, man. I just remember <laughs> I would spend countless hours 
like reading the codex and learning all mm-hmm. about the background stuff. And I didn't have to do that at all. It's just, I was so you into it. You wanted to, you were so would... <laughs> involved into that character. You wanted God, to know everything about him. So oh, good. I would just, I remember I would like grab a couple of coffee sometimes and be like, all right, I'm just going to read the codex for the next hour. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so good, man. Even just to know about the planet they came from. So yep. you're reading what makes up that planet. Like that had mm-hmm. anything to do with mm-hmm. the person, but you're that involved with it. You're going that deep and then try to figure out like okay the rocks were made out of this material on this planet far far away and you're genuinely being like wow cool you can love those games man so much great games but if you were to take any one of them but just seeing like the execution same with lord of the rings like the actors the way it presented the world building the amount of i don't want to say easter eggs let's just say like secrets or side missions or all these things where if you were to play through the game and then somebody else were to, and all the different things that they would experience compared to what you experience, mm-hmm. the fact they'd be so vastly different. Oh yeah. It's really incredible too. And to yeah. pull it off with the whole trilogy from beginning to end and uh, have them all connect as well as they do, but still being those good of video games. I can understand connecting the trilogy of games really well, but they were not as well made, so it was a lot easier. The The amount of death with a single one of those games, I mean, these are 40 oh, yeah. to 60 hour RPGs. They're huge. <laughs> with many planets and many characters and many side stories, and you're still knowing it that well. Yeah, I totally agree. And no one plays Mass Effect by just mainlining it. Like, you're wasting the game like that, you know? <laughs> so I don't think anyone does because they just, honestly, so. they throw too good of content at you to ignore. Right, right. It's like, here's this great <laughs> side character who have really intrigued yes. you, but let me just keep going. No, come on. Yeah, they're like, in the corner, you see someone just killing somebody and some crazy <laughs> scene happening off to the right. You're going to walk to the right and see what took place and of try course, to figure out yeah. why. Yep, yep, agreed. Well, congrats to Lord of the Rings. But I feel Lord of the Rings did to film what the Mass Effect did to video games. Yeah, I agree. The Wolf Among Us Part 2, they reminded us it's still in development and they're expected to release in 2022. Do you believe that? I'm actually, I'm a big fan of the first one. Do I believe them? I don't know if I'm, I'm going to hold my, I'm not going to hold my breath. I don't know. I wish I knew more on the development team itself because like, uh, if these are just old employees back together again, I almost wouldn't believe them. But if this is all new, new people, but trying to make it in the spirit of it, and it's all like super motivated people, like if (laughs) I would need (laughs) to actually be able to like talk to the development team, it would never happen. But that's the only way I could actually have an answer there. Cause I guess we'll see. Otherwise I guess I'm just saying, no, I don't believe it. And maybe it just never comes out. And if it does, it's way later. Um, yeah, I guess our expectations right now are low and that it might not happen. If it does, that'd be awesome. Cause I really enjoyed the first one. So, but tall tale games, I mean, it was a crapshoot. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. had 30 projects going on at once. Oh, they can God, never finish anything. I liked a lot of their games, but yeah, they yeah, did yeah. have too much going on. Like the game of Thrones series. I actually really enjoyed it. Some people didn't like it. I liked that. I liked the walking dead. Although I felt the walking dead started to get, you know, a little, drop in quality as it went on yeah um borderland tales from the borderlands i thought was great um the guardians of the galaxy was okay 
now that I've played this new Guardians of the Galaxy, it's freaking way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they had their their ups and downs. Some of them were good, some of them not so much. But who knows? I guess we'll see if we can get this. Actually, now there's many many projects I love from them, and or else we wouldn't even be talking about them right now. But right, I just meant as a whole, just what mm-hmm. they were trying to do, and it just all fell apart. Sure. Anyway, next oh, up here. God, this makes me sick. Ubisoft is doubling down on NFTs, <laughs> calls them a major change that will take some time for us to adjust to. Like, like it's our fault. Right. No, we're doing NFTs and you'll <laughs> like it. <laughs> they liken them to uh, loot boxes and, and some other stuff. I'm like, do you not realize we still don't like loot boxes? Like, do you think we've, <laughs> we've accepted that and we're okay with it now? Because we don't. So. <sighs> Um, I mean, it's super obvious and a million people said it, but NFTs, I mean, I feel like I'm like 12 and somebody's trying to pyramid scheme me and I'm being like, wait. Or, or the girl, the girl <laughs> on your Facebook feed who's like, "Hey, girl, you want to change your life? You want to, you want to join up yeah, today? Yeah, you just need twenty five yeah, ninety nine yeah. and get three people under you." <laughs> <laughs> Freaking so dumb. Okay, let's be elementary. <laughs> the government has nothing to do with this. You don't actually own the art at all uh, when it comes to, like, let's say. Uh, trademarks or when it comes to uh, forget the word that they use when you uh, no, when you buy something and it's yours it's just a overall word for it um, but there's a legality to it all legalities okay. are out the window okay just know that right right so anyone at any moment could just take your art now yeah if you were to run it through their system that they created it would show up as invalid, but that's their own system. Anybody else on the outside of their system, it's just as valid as anything else. Well, okay. So, so this is this is where I have a problem with this, right? So everything you said, I agree with so far, but also you have artists sometimes that make digital art that either A, it's just like the thing they like to do. It gets their name out there to maybe potentially then they're doing bigger things, right? People are like, oh, who made this? Oh, Tim made this? Awesome. Let me reach out to them. Right. That kind of thing happens. Uh, it, it's like making a, f- a fan film and right. then a big studio picking them sure. up. And now they're working on a bigger movie or something. Yep. Yep. And then the other thing I was going to say was sometimes uh, a way that, in my opinion, is something that's morally OK. It's not a problem is you make this cool design. A company reaches out to you. They want to license your design and they're going to pay you for it. OK, yeah. that's fine. Oh, that's if, the word I was thinking. Licensing. There's no. Oh, okay, licensing that's, that's what I'm thinking. OK. So what I think is stupid about this, though, is like the only thing I can equate this to is like maybe you have a poster of um, the guy who plays Master Chief. okay, and he he autographs it. okay, that's a physical thing you can keep. Maybe you want to frame it. This is worth some money to you. This is, Mm -hmm. you know, sentimental value, whatever. That's like the equivalent of that, but in digital form. But so it's kind of silly because it's like a digital autograph, I guess. But I can just I can just save your picture and have the same thing. But yeah. this but is like if digital you ran it through their system that they created right. that verifies the and sources the and all this stuff. Um, like it would show up as wrong, but to anyone else, <laughs> right. they wouldn't know any better unless they also ran it through their system. So it, the only way this works, if they convince everybody on earth right. to accept their new system that they created which okay like good luck i don't know it could happen i guess but it you're could, basically I trying it. to convince 
everyone to now accept this new reality that some people created and now everyone has to accept for it to become the reality that they want. Yeah. I don't um, see it sticking. It's, man. it's quite the dream. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see, but I don't see, I don't see it sticking the way that, cause it, they've been talking about NFTs for a while. This isn't new. It's been like a year or two that I've been hearing about these. So, so um, a lot of people like to put these in conjunction with, like let's say Bitcoin, but Bitcoin is honestly very different. It's an alternate right. uh, means of funds. Right, you're still using Bitcoin to buy what you would buy otherwise. Exactly. Yep. It's just a matter of if somebody like accepts it or not, and there's some convincing there. I can use Bitcoin right now, and I can order a pizza, or I can order right. a right. car, or I can order these objects that I can use it's in, literally in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, NFTs isn't that. No, um, unless I sold the NFT for Bitcoin, then use that Bitcoin yep. to then buy the item, and then it could work in that channel. That's but... why they connect them only for that reason because <laughs> NFTs are sold, you know, uh, and yeah. you buy them in, in Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of those. That's literally the only reason I see the connection happening there. Um, but anyway, Ubisoft, you know, I just feel like this is the wrong message to be sending your supporters but you know and people like that the, are into nfts and they see in the comments like everyone's hating on it because we don't want yet another new thing that we have to now deal with when it comes right. to okay i'm playing a game but for me to get this content that looks cool that they're flashing in my face i have to now sign up for this new thing you know how tired we are of like when oh, i'm God. even launching a game and i get this other launcher that requires a login for this thing that I'm going to use maybe two times a year and now I'm going to be getting emails for them for years and now i got to block those emails from going. You're adding tons of extra steps when all we're trying to do is just, oh, that gun looks kind of cool. Let me pick that up and play with it for a minute. That's yep. it. It's not yep. that important to us. You give us all these extra steps, we're just, I'm like, I'm just going to ignore it all and just enjoy the rest of the stuff that doesn't have to do with that. Yep, totally agree. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. It's kind of annoying, but it yes, is what it is. Yes. I'm excited about this next one, though. Yep. Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster releasing this February. PC, iOS, Android. Love this game so much, man. I just <laughs> I love everything about this. And I'm hoping by then I'll have my Steam Deck and I'll probably replay it on, on there if I can. Yeah, we're supposed to be getting it in February, right? I know for a fact... Uh, that I was in the very first wave because my my date had said December 2021 mm -hmm. and everyone else was saying, you know, later dates. And then I just got pushed back when they delayed it. I got pushed back to quarter one, 2022. So whatever the beginning of the shipping of it is, I'm pretty certain that I'm in. I think that, they already said the date. I just can't remember it right now, but they said a date in February. I so. want to say it's February. Yeah, I think you're right. I just can't so, remember the day. Very excited for this, man. Final Fantasy VI. Probably my favorite game of all time. So yeah, I'm looking forward to replaying. The screen in the Steam Deck, was that yeah. OLED? I don't think it's OLED, but the third version, a lot of people didn't realize this, the third most expensive version of it has an, some sort of technology for anti-glare and something else. Hold on. Anti-glare etched glass. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was looking at some videos that would show that was showing the anti-glare etched glass, and it's actually pretty impressive. Like it's not just like a little BS um, upgrade. Like it actually seems significant. So I'm excited that I got that that third I, one. I just a matter of funds went with the cheapest option. Oh, I don't blame um, you, man. It's expensive. So the storage thing, it's using a less SSD, so it's not like as fast. Sure. But if I'm in the middle of playing a game 
and I'm getting the same experience. That's technically oh, yeah. all it comes down to. Mm -hmm. The extra is just nice features to have if of you course. have the means to, but it, it's not going to change. Oh, now I'm getting 20 less FPS oh, or, no. or, you know, no, I, I don't have to worry about quicker here and there. Nothing yeah. crazy. But the reason why, only reason why I went with the bigger one is because at the time when they announced it, I had been saving my, uh, my points from my chase credit card. Like I just let them build up. And, and I saw at that time I had like, $300 worth of points. I was like, oh, I'm just going to let this keep building. Mm -hmm. So I picked the top one. And right now I'm up to like 500. I'm like, I'm just going to let this keep going. If, if all works <laughs> out, maybe I can just get it for free, technically, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. Or that for a cheap price, you know? So looking forward to that one for sure. Hopefully this drops right before the Pixel Remaster comes out. If not, I'll wait. I'll wait on the remaster until I have it. So next story Final Fantasy again. Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. So if you got the PlayStation 4 version through the PlayStation Plus that they offered, I think it was like six months ago or so. Right. But if you wanted the upgrade, you actually couldn't just pay the upgrade fee. You right. actually needed the real game that you had to buy and then attach the upgrade. All this mess, okay? They finally messy. were just like, screw all of that. If you have the game, whether you got through PlayStation Plus or not, we'll go ahead and give you the upgrade for free. And then if you want the Ufi DLC content, pay for that, just like anybody else. And we're all that's, set. That's how it should be. Yeah. Come on, yeah, like... Yeah. This is how electronics and digital content always goes. For people like me and you, we are early adopters. We bought it day one. We paid the price, okay? If you wait until it pops up on PlayStation Plus, you shouldn't be punished for that. Like, that doesn't make mm -hmm. sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they righted their wrong here. I will keep adding other platforms to the equation and keep crapping on PlayStation until they adopt. Just like, um, I mean, I didn't have the podcast going at the time, but the cross-play stuff with PlayStation. Oh, yeah. I kept denying it, kept denying it. I'm always just going to be sitting on the sidelines being like, do it, do it, do it, yeah. until they do it. What, what? I can't believe people were defending that. Why would why would you defend mm -hmm. them not doing crossplay? Like, what is the reason? Mm -hmm. Do you work for PlayStation? So. Do you work for Sony? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why would you not? If I bought a game on Steam and uh, I got better hardware and I wanted to run better, that's just a fact of it. Or if I want to buy DLC, I should be able sure. to just buy DLC. I shouldn't have to like buy the game again and yeah. then buy DLC and all this weird stuff. I don't I have agree. to do it on Xbox. I don't have to do it on PC. Why do I have to do it on PlayStation? Totally so agree. I'm not going to just be like, oh, no, it's cool when they're doing something outside of the norm that makes it worse for customers. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Anyway, congrats, uh, Square Enix, for... Yes. You know, doing that, even though you should have done it from day one. But you should have, but better late than never, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, the Game Awards breaks new records with 2021 increasing its viewership, but it's best increasing its viewership year after year yep. for seven years straight now. That's good. That's cool for him. Looking back on it now, now that some time has sunk in. Okay. Do you still think it was good? Do you have stronger thoughts on anything that they've done that should have been different or anything? I honestly feel pretty much the same. Like I okay. never have expected the Game Awards to be a straight up award show or a straight up announcement show. I knew there was going to be parts that I don't care about. There's going to be parts that I really care about. And it was fine. It did what I, it feels like another E3 to me with some cool little awards thrown in. That's honestly what it feels like to me. That's how I, I just view. wanted some extra time to sit in to see if we thought any different. I don't think anything different either. Yoko Taro, with, you know, who is the the lead on the the Nier games and Drakengard, he put out this really 
strange video. He always makes strange videos. He always wears the Emil helmet. It's just like a big yeah. circular helmet with a crazy smile. And it looks like a like the moon smiling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the moon from Majora's Mask is kind of what yeah. it reminds me of. Anyway, he's wearing his helmet in his interview. He always does this for some strange re- reason. He's got two of the people that work with him on the Nier games. And they're talking. And it's a very bizarre <laughs> video. Like, it doesn't seem very serious. In the video, he says, hey, the Nier series is done. I think we're done. Like, even the exchange is like this. Hey, are we going to make another Nier game? Nah, I'm good. Like, he literally answers like that. That makes me think this is like a whole joke. Oh, this is this is commentary bringing us way back when it comes to when I was talking about Matrix and other things of being being like, uh like, or Lord of the Rings, whenever they did the the Hobbit, it wasn't nearly as good because it didn't come from a place where... I feel they were being forced to do it instead of something they wanted to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I and, definitely don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think like he actually is done with Nier. Now, me, myself, I really, really, really badly want more Nier. I know. Me too. But me too. I can't force the developers to do something I, they don't want to do. I don't want that either. I, I want him to do what he thinks he should do. But the thing that makes me think that it's not over is just the things he says. He says in the video... Oh, well, maybe some people will catch the secret message that I left in this video. He literally says that out loud. Then he says, oh, I'll come revisit it for a big pile of money. And the guy's like, all right, let's start getting the money together. Like, it's just <laughs> a funny video overall. So I really don't know if I should take this seriously or not. So we're just going to have to wait and see. But the fact that he says, if Square Enix gives me a big pile of money, I'll definitely come back. I'm like, okay, that makes me think that either he knows something we don't or he wants to revisit it. Um, now, even if a developer w- doesn't want to do it, like it did end up working in my favor in the end with Matrix because I did get a new sure. film out of it and I'm going to get new content out and of it. And you enjoyed it. So. And I enjoyed it. So even if they felt forced, like, I don't know, is that... Because <sighs> you know the developer, he isn't going to, even if he doesn't want to do it and he's like, oh. All right. And he goes back to his desk and he really thinks about how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's still going to end up good in the end because he it can't, is. he still can't just like crap out something bad if it's something right. he loves, even if he right. was pushed way more hard than normal to even do it. But in the end, it could still come out really good and he could yeah. still by the end be like, actually, I am glad I did it. And da, 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 da. I don't see him uh, messing this up. So we'll see what happens. I really hope we do get something new. If it comes out and it's just okay, I still have near replicant and near automata. I mean, that's not going to change. So, um, you With know, the matrix stuff, what I feel they did is something I used to do in school. So I always had a big problem in high school and early college days. I hated doing papers, would never do them. I would just accept a zero and I would end up with a C in the class instead of like an A just because I never did my papers because I always hated doing it. So I couldn't, once I hit like college and I started getting like, okay, well, I actually can't be making these bad grades. I need to keep above uh, a B so I can keep scholarship, all this stuff. So I have to think, how can I go about doing this well? So I had to come up with a way, okay, I got to do these papers. I don't want to do them. How can I do them in a fun way? I play the meta with these papers. I would literally make jokes like, okay, we could write a paper on anything. You know what? I wrote a paper on meth is 
good for you, right? And I tried <laughs> to make a paper on convincing the teacher and everyone in the class that doing meth is a positive experience, even though obviously it's not. It's a bull crap of statement course. and all of that. But I wrote it in such a way of trying to convince and trying to throw all the pros to meth <laughs> to this paper. <laughs> Just that was the first one I did and I actually had a lot of fun with it. So then I did one on like, hey, you can make more money begging off on the side of the streets than you can working at a normal nine to five job. And right. you know, so I was finding ways to make fun with all of it because <laughs> I had to do it. And right. in, in the end, like, and I did it with all my, for it became a running theme. And the teachers, like, <laughs> I remember getting notes on my grades being like, this was a terrible message. I disagree. We will talk later or something like that. But I would still get like a 95 on it because you can't grade me badly just because you don't agree with the message, you know? Yeah. And, yep, sure, sure. <laughs> and I know myself, I don't even know if they knew, but they eventually pick on after having me for a while being like, oh, okay, he's, <laughs> he's screwing with. But I made a fun out of that and that's how I got by and that's how I really enjoyed it. So this Matrix... That's what they did in this film. They did so many things, throwing shade at so many people and all this stuff. And then they end up having fun doing it in the end. And I think they're going to enjoy it because now they're just, they're almost screwing around with their own right. franchise or whatever. Right, and right. it's something I would do with my things if I didn't want to do something, but I didn't do it anyway. I would just be like, all right, well, let me just do it in this really right. like funny, weird way and then end up enjoying it because of I, you got to trust the creator to do, especially him. The guy's a genius in my opinion. So I, I'm not worried about it. I'd yeah. be like Kojima saying, I want to make another one of these games. Everyone's like, no, don't make it. And he's like, if I'm going to make it, I'm, or clearly know that I know what I want to do, you know? So I'll yeah. leave it up to them, but yeah. Let's get into what we're watching, what we're playing. Sure. It's going to be a lot of the same for me, but you know, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll keep it brief. Basically still playing Halo Infinite. I was telling you before, before the show, it's so strange. Like I consider myself to be pretty good at Halo, but I get into these funks sometimes where like we're playing and I just, I see, okay. So I see that I died what twice. Rank are, well, what rank are you at? I mean, I'm you're at pretty platinum, high up I'm at there. Platinum, platinum six right now. Trying so to get to the diamond. You're going to play, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like you're playing gold two. Yes, or, yes, you're right. You're right. Silver four, whatever, like that. It's going to keep getting harder, though. Yes, that's, you get into it. So it's definitely true. But for some reason, um, you still feel you're better than that. Yeah, I feel like I'm not playing as good as I okay. normally do. Even when I play quick play, sometimes I'll just, I don't know, I'm just like doing dumb things. Like, I'll die a few times in a row and I'll be like, damn, I already died. I got to. I got to balance that out and then I'll go mm -hmm. out again and I'll die or <laughs> like I'll have an exchange where I'm usually pretty good with the BR, but then this, this exchange, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like missing completely. I'm like, Oh my God. So I don't know. So, Sometimes so just it's not kinda, the game's fault. It is your, no, fault. no, I'm not blaming the game. Sometimes okay. I'm just screwing up badly. Yeah. And then I'm playing Bravely Default 2 still. I know it's been forever. I'm still working through it. The game is just so damn challenging. It's, it's crazy. Uh, I got to, I got past where it was before. It looks like I'm fighting the final boss, but I know these games and I know how they are. So I know that the final boss, I'm going to fight him and there's going to be credits and there's going to be more to do for sure. The final boss is wiping me though. Like I just, I'm getting rocked. So now it's back to the drawing board. Now <laughs> these names are not going to make sense to anyone who hasn't played the game. But now it's like, I found out that this boss is so strong with their wind attacks and they're all about magic. So now to give you an example of what I talked about in previous episodes, uh, I'm going back. Uh, I'm leveling up the phantom ability, which is this ability in which 
you can put status effects. Like that's their big thing. They status effects against your enemy all the time. So now I've changed everyone's jobs except one person to Phantom. So now I'm grinding. Now I'm leveling the job to, to level 12, right? Then the other job that I hear, because I looked up like what's a good strategy for this boss. The other job is Solve Maker. Solve Maker uses items um, and they like sort of create these concoctions and they use the items to use them against the enemy. So now you combine those two abilities. I got to raise that up to 12 too, by the way. You combine those two abilities and now I can, my plan is to go into the boss fight and use this spell that the Phantom has called Contagion, where you take their MP. Then the Solve Maker can mix like a little uh, potion up with items to amplify that, um, a Contagion bomb. Now it hits their MP like 20% of the MP gone in one turn. And that's the plan. Drain all their MP, have an easy time. So that's just like one example of how complicated this game that's can get crazy, at times. Man. But it's really cool at the same time. It's like, wow, like I'm yeah, stuck yeah, in the yeah, boss. Yeah. No, that's a I can, good thing. I can easily go back and instead of spending freaking four hours leveling up these two jobs it's going to take me one hour because i spent the time leveling freelancer up all the way to the top to get extra job points you know mm -hmm. i just love the systems in this game are so cool and complex that um i'm just loving it i'm not frustrated at all that i can't beat this boss it's just okay i'm gonna go do this new plan come back to it and that's that so you reminded so, yeah. me of something when it comes to rpgs one thing i always avoided was the alchemist sure. People that yes, like, I usually used, never like, make items news always hate yep. it, but I've yep. always like wanted to. I've always yep. in the back yep. of my head been like, man, I really just want to do it. But every time I start it, I just never enjoy it, and then I just default back out of it. So I would love to just for a game to finally get it to where I actually enjoy yes. that system. Agreed. I think I think this game. I haven't done the job yet. It seems like this game does a pretty interesting uh, version of it. So I'm gonna mess with it. Hopefully, I can beat this boss, and then. From what I'm hearing from my buddy who beat the game, I told him I don't, I'm okay with telling me, you know, like, what do I have look, to look forward to after yeah. I beat this final boss? And um, he said that there's like... Well, uh, just don't, don't, don't. No, no, no. It's not, I promise you, it's not any, no story-related <laughs> stuff. It's okay. just, you can revisit bosses, like harder, okay. Okay. harder versions of them, which sounds pretty fun to me. So, yeah, yeah looking forward to that. Uh, Psychonauts 2, still playing, still trucking along. The game is fantastic. I don't know uh, if I, I just, believe you. Where are you at? No, I just truly have not had time to play this game Man. until break, which <laughs> just started, and I've been sick the last two days. So I'm finally yeah. starting to feel a little better today. So I'm going to play it. But like, I'm still at the same spot I was at. I beat that casino boss. I yeah. loved it. That was so much fun. Is the casino part also where um, there's a part where there's like a big board that like drops down of like a. Yeah. Um, uh, where, where where you're trying to get the coins, the four coin, the gazillion coins? Is that what you're talking about? Doctors, but they're just like needle form, um, on, and they're like on. behind a counter, and then there's uh, yes, yes, and like the guy behind the counter literally has like a cup on his head, and he has like liquid inside of it. That one, there's a there's a couple that's in a okay. relationship that's also right there in that yeah, area I'm, with the big I'm board, sure. and they're. Um, discussing how they're trying to win the big money so they can yes, finally yes. leave, but then yes. they never actually win. I do remember. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was in that area. That was leading up to that the area. Ball. Is like one of my favorite. That was so cool. I, I love that. That was that was awesome. <laughs> I like how you get a coin. Oh, I have a gazillion dollars now. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, and it's like so still funny. not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need three gazillion. Um, <laughs> and then the, the boss fight was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. So um, now we finished that, and now I'm continuing from there so it's great man i'm loving it it's fun just uh hopefully if i'm feeling better tonight i'll start playing so and then i finally tried this matrix demo 
you know, the one that you were talking about. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't spend a ton of time with it, but I tried it out. I did. Like I want the, you to get, yeah. get the stuff after the gameplay. That's what I want to know. Yes. Like where you're like kind of flying up with the camera yes. and you can yes. jump around. Yeah. I started doing that and okay. it was really cool. Like I was, I was like, this is kind of crazy to think about. And then seeing the, the city with all the different filters on and everything. Like you found out that you could turn off the matrix filter and it looks a lot better. Did you ever do that? Did I like turn off what? the green shade? I may not have done that. I'll oh. have to go back and do that. That's where it looks crazy good. If you turn that green shade off because it makes you, uh, you don't even realize it could look a million times better. The very moment you turn that matrix filter off. Right, right. I'm going to go back and mess with it more, but what I saw so far was very impressive, very cool. And yes, the the performance wasn't all there, but again, yeah. this is this is just a little, you know, a little slice. So I understand um, that. Um, I, I'm more needing you to see, like, so you like zoom in really close onto a random object on a building, car, person, whatever, and zoom right. in out and out and out and out and out, and realizing like nothing ever pops in or pops out, or gotcha. you don't get any like the jaggedies. You won't that, see jaggedies on any object. Okay, okay. Stuff like no, that. No, it was very impressive, especially like the, the car chase and all that, the way it looked, the way it, it felt when you're shooting the guns and everything at the cars. It was like, wow, this is actually really cool. So, um, so yeah. I already talked a lot on Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. The campaign's great. I love that Master Chief is getting a lot of like in-depth story background sure. stuff and really understanding the character. But it actually sure. does feel like him. I was worried about that. Um near replicant i'm still working through i think i just got all the pieces when you're looking for all the different oh um, yes 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 i just got like the last piece i saved and quit so okay maybe i'm about to beat it i don't know that you're getting you're getting pretty (laughs) you're getting pretty close and then it's going to get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I also just did the second part where you go back and do it again with that forest area where it's like you just read in and it's like black read and going through the text. And yes. All that. God, there's so many, so many cool moments, man. Actually, the that second time, I feel I just got lucky because, you know, if you like pick the wrong answer, it's like actually over. Oh, in the like the text quest yes. part of it. Yes. 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 I oh, my God. I got so frustrated oh, myself one time when I pressed the wrong. It's thing. So str- it's so stressful because you don't want to <laughs> do it all again. But yeah, I but- <laughs> very luckily got through it all because the, the first time I did it um, when you're still like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, don't want to spoil anything. Whatever. Well, what, what did a, you? It's the first time you do it, and then you do it again later in the game. Right, right. Well, what way. did you? Well, what did you think? Because for me, when I when I got there, I was like, "This is awesome that this is a thing." Oh, the, like, the premise in pace. general, first or second time doing it, it's yeah. awesome. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad. You, I'm yes. glad you liked it because I was super impressed by that. I'm like, "Wow, this is freaking crazy!" Like, I didn't think I would. That's the thing. If it was any other game, and I was playing a section like this, I would be like this sucks but the writing's so good and yeah, like yeah. the fourth walls with it all and the meta with it all like the yep. characters are commenting on what's going on in this text game but <laughs> but then it incorporates what they say into what's going on in the adventure in this text game i don't know it's really weird like oh um they're explaining the story of like oh walking through a field with a tree and then my character's like wait, I don't see a tree. There's no tree here. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, it is. It's right there. And they're like, they're two <laughs> arguing 
and then <laughs> they end up seeing it even though you never see it because right, right. they speak it into existence even though they were commenting on not seeing it or something i don't know it's some weird mess but i loved it all some of those stories within the uh yes. what was that tree called I, I can't remember what those i don't remember what it's called but some of the but stories that's what I just did. Time. I just I was talking with the tree and yep. getting that whole story. Yes. Some of the stories yes. were actually pretty, you know, quite no, interesting. Was. You know, yes. they have stories. They have other moments. Have you had any text-based stuff? No, you know what? Let me stop there. I don't. I, I don't want to ruin anything. Um, but there's other. I did text a bit stuff where I talked really to cool. different people in the village and got a texting from each one of them. Okay, and no, then I yeah, just okay. did the second else. part where I talked to a tree and got all of that. And then that's all I've done. Anything text. Okay. Related. I think in your second playthrough, you'll get more text stuff related to your characters that are really interesting. Well, really I'm in stuff. the second playthrough right now. So. Oh, duh. You are. You are. All right. Well, we'll have to see when you get there. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll know. Um, I also fought that boss that I really, really loved where it's really huge, but he's actually up in the village. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was a really, one. really cool moment. Very cool. It gets so freaking epic at times, man. It's so cool. <laughs> and then the uh, the ship with the mailman yes. guy that yep. was really really cool. That's actually an added piece of content for this version. Okay. That wasn't that wasn't in the original apparently. Nice. So I thought that was cool that they added that in. Nothing yeah. crazy, just a little extra, you know, section. Yeah, so. and there was like a little a uh, little love connection thingy with like the uh, the little girl uh, daughter kind of thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But that was yep. really cool. That was anyway. I'm loving it, of course. And it just I'm keeps glad. getting better and better. Yeah. I don't know. Now I kind of like, once I beat this, it's going to make me want to play Nier Automata again. Because yeah. it's hard. Like, I don't know if I actually <laughs> do this or not. But I always wonder if I do this. Of like, am I liking a game more because I'm up in the moment of the game? And I'm having like recent game bias because... I experienced it more recently. You've played it recently. I mean, it could um, be, but when you think about it later on, but do you I don't still know. I don't know if you know? I. Yeah, that's what. That's that would be I mean, the testament to that. But when I'm playing this replicant, I keep thinking this thought of like, I think it's a better game than Automata, which is crazy because I don't people, feel people, I should be feeling this because Automata, like, yeah. they went to way crazier places with Automata of. Um, I don't know location or uh, right. There's a lot more content even sure. thrown at you, but a character seems to have a lot more time to shine. Like the like the prince in that uh -huh. desert thing. Yep. yep. Like I don't. You don't get a moment like that in Automata. Yeah. So I first of all, I think that your that opinion is not an unpopular one. I've seen many people say that they prefer Replicant. I've seen many people say they prefer. Automata. I mean, that's that's what I love about. It. They're both so yeah. damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> I could totally see it going the way. But wait till you completely finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Give it some time, and then really, because right now, now that I've played both of them, I mean, it's not like it even matters. They're no, it doesn't. But I'm just curious. But it's curious weird that it keeps think. popping up in my head. Right. For me, there are some moments in in Replicant that I'm like, nothing even touches this. But I also have moments in in the other where I feel that way too. Some of the, I think I like the characters. I think, I think the side characters are far better in Replicant. I think, I think that's Ka all it is. Yeah, I think Kaine is like one of my because favorite in Automata, ever. it really is just like the two of them. You get other characters, but they don't get much right. time to shine. They're only here or there. Even the reoccurring characters in Automata, they sh they come and go pretty quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think that um, Kaine is like 
top tier. Tiny's character. amazing. Like she's so the mill's amazing. The postman is amazing. The yep. couple that yep. argue all the time is amazing. The crazy yeah. woman at the lighthouse. There's all these different characters. There's that a lot. Have There's such a lot of them. Bigger roles. Just wait till you get more background on Kaine too. It's so good. <laughs> You're gonna love it. So I'm getting a lot of it right now, actually. Okay. Currently, so okay. Yeah, it's getting really cool. Um, the fact that I mean, it hit even hard. Like, so I remember when I beat Automata, and I was explaining at the end how it. Uh, when we were talking about it with Jake and stuff in our episode, right. of, like top five or something, mm-hmm. and we were saying, I was saying how it really commented on uh, people treating people badly because of race or sex or all of these things. And replicant, it hits way harder. Like they're literally can't even enter the village and they're forced to sleep out outside of the village because they're going to be seen different. And them addressing that. And then him actually getting mad at the village, even though the people in the village love him, he loves them. Right. But he's like, yeah, but you're not treating these people equally. And he starts like getting actually mad and curses a little, then tries to take (laughs) it back. And then they're like, I'm sorry, I just had an outburst. But like genuinely getting upset because they're treating them. We're back in like 1940 again. And they're treating people like whether it's, jews or blacks or right, whatever right. just people treating people wrongly just because of who who they are and what they look like it touches on it, it handles it so well that's why i really yeah, love about yeah, it yeah. so um Pretty really awesome, really man. good stuff both near as a whole is really good about addressing all of that um, yep yep agree moving on final fantasy 7 remake i've been playing it at pc with mods it's been so fun <laughs> it's it's awesome just to get back into this final fantasy 7 yet again yeah I sure it so much but these mods dude they're so cool like i That's i was awesome. you have all of the like oh now cloud could just play the whole game in her dress or uh you can change the other characters like oh now at any moment so I have to wait till I obtain the character to begin with. But once I obtain a character, I can now have them on my party at any time. So like once you let's say once you get red later on in the game, right? Even though you can't control red well with this mod, now I'll be able to oh, control you can red. Now? Oh, that's awesome. Or or um that. let's say I'm in a moment of the game where Tifa's not there because she's doing something else. Well, I can mod it and just put her right back in. But I can also get it where I can control characters. So, like, in the beginning, I'm playing with Cloud and Barrett. Well, now with this mod, I can just play as walking around with Barrett. So, gotcha. normally, you can Very only cool. control the character in combat. But now you can control any character you want, even outside of combat. That's awesome. I'm playing with a, a lot of these different mods. The new DLC with Yuffie, I've always, I never liked that Mog outfit that she has. It's oh, cute yeah, yeah. and all. But I just want to actually, quick. yeah, <laughs> real quick. Uh, Thirty minutes in, I'm like, okay, can we get rid of this? <laughs> so the fact that I have a mod where I'm back to her classic outfit, and she's not wearing that thing anymore, and I can play through it that way. I don't know why it changes as much as it does of my enjoyment, but it really does. <laughs> it's so much more fun just her being in her classic outfit instead yeah, of that sure, mod sure. outfit. When I play the Yuffie DLC back on ps5 i love the fort condor stuff you said you didn't but when i finished when i finished all of that i was sad that it was over 
and then I didn't even finish the game. I just wanted <laughs> more Fort Condor stuff. <laughs> and I kept trying to figure out. I was like, okay, maybe there's someone else. I just Is there more. Anyone want to play Fort Condor? <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed, and then like I didn't even want to play the game anymore. That's I, like, funny. I fell into it really hard. I really well, I'm glad it. you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I, <laughs> that's something that I saw, and I was like, I'm not saying this is bad. I just didn't grab me, but I could totally see it grabbing a bunch of people. So now I went through and just cleaned the floor because I'm doing it a second time, so I know how it all works. So I finished it. I want to say in like an hour and a half. I okay. battled every person, beat them in the first try, no problem, sort of deal. Gotcha. And. It's even harder than I remembered, but I just felt I was just doing that solid and that good. And uh, sure. anyway, now I'm actually continuing. I'm already seeing stuff that I didn't see whenever I first played it. I'm already past the Fort Condor stuff, and now I'm actually getting into the meat of it. I don't know. I'm excited to see because they throw in a lot of Dirge of Serbia stuff of like Wise is in this. And I don't even know if you even played Georgia Serbia. So no, I, didn't. I don't even think you would even know who he was and all of that. But that's what bugs me is I feel like I'm missing out <laughs> with some of this stuff. But. Oh, one thing I want to do before we move on. Sure. I want to set up a time yeah. and with Dave as well or anyone else sure. who's willing. Mm-hmm. There's this video. I think it's the best Final Fantasy seven video. Okay to exist it's maximilian dude getting on a easy allies to talk about final fantasy 7 remake and all the spoilers involved with it and all of that and so it's like five of them all talking about it all but what it turns into is basically an hour and a half lecture by max to (laughs) to the crew because they he goes way past any what any of them even understood right and they're all just like no please go on go on go on just like because you can tell max he's thinking that they don't want to hear it and he just needs to end it any moment and they just keep pressuring no we want to hear more yes yes (laughs) But it That's is awesome. it is the best explanation of Final Fantasy VII in general, best explanation of what's going on with this remake, where they're taking it. Now, at the time they did it all, this was only maybe a month after the game came out, maybe even less. It was like a spoiler mode for the game or whatever. But now a lot of things have been confirmed by Square themselves on all the things that he thought Oh, I think this, I think that it all ended up being true. So we all know at this point now, like a year later, these weren't even theories. He ended up being correct on like 95% of the stuff he says. Now, if you actually listen and watch the video, you'll understand why he's even correct. Cause once you play it now, I'm replaying it again. I'm being like, Oh my God, they practically gave it away. Right, I didn't right. even realize that. Now with hindsight. Yeah. 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 So he was correct. And I think, too, he played it multiple times and really dug deep and all that. But anyway, we need to watch that video because all the yeah, things that it. they're discussing. That'd be good. Then I could catch up and feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It explains so much stuff and about right. like the live stream. There's this girl with like a yellow dress way deep in the live stream that, oh, that's okay. shown in Crisis Core. But when you play even the original game, it talks about her. You just never but it's only a brief moment of a sentence or two and you never know more. And so any of these things that the compilation has done after the fact, they've never just pulled it out of thin air. It's always been referenced in the original game. We just never caught on or they never went to depth with it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, no, I'd be down for that because I understand the story of Final Fantasy. I still enjoyed it a ton, but yes, I haven't played I wish there was like some package they'd come out with today. Like, I mean, hey, I did the... play them all and I still missed a ton of it. Right, so right. even if you did, it wouldn't matter. You still well, that'd need be, to watch this. That'd be awesome if they could do like a, 
Here's Dirge of Cerberus and um, what was the other one called? I can't even remember. There's Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerberus, Cerberus. and uh, the Avent Children movie. Yes, I saw that, but I didn't play the other two games. All right. Okay. No new games. We're not going to be getting new games till basically like January 12th. Yep. But we're going to go into our, you were saying top five. I ended up making a top 10. So I don't know if you went back and later added 10, but I just kept going with it. I'd be like, oh, man, this this moment. I was getting really, really into it. We can do five. And then after that, you can fire off your other five if you want, because I only had five ready to go. Most impactful moments in a video game that you've ever had. Yeah. Some good ones here. All right. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm going to put in at any moment. Let's say it is an actual spoiler, right? Right. Let me know. And then yep. we'll throw in vocal timestamps. They'll be like, hey, at uh, one hour and 59 minutes and 12 seconds, you can join back in and we'll stop talking about this instance, you know? Right. And I'll right. edit it in after the fact. So okay. um, you um, guys will know when we say a spoiler and when it ends and all of that. Okay, and these are not in any particular order. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to do the non-spoiler ones first. So that way, you know, don't have to worry about that yet. So one of my all-time favorite moments in any game ever, and I still watch the video of it all the time to this day, is the Metal Gear Solid 3 when you're climbing the ladder and the music's playing. Oh, man. God, that, I don't know what it is about that moment. The, the First of all, the song is great. And it has like a, this sort of like James Bond feel to it. You know, that game takes place, obviously, you know, in the past. That's the part where it's days. got like a um, female vocal yeah. in the yep. background, right? Yeah. Yep. And when you're climbing the ladder in the game, you get like little moments of the song. Like the, the song isn't going full stop all the way at first. It's like... Mm-hmm. She's throwing in like a little line here, a little line there. You're climbing higher. You're climbing. The ladder is like the longest freaking ladder in the world, too. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like, I guess I could equate it to like the microwave thing and and four. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of like a similar feel. But man, when I played the first time I ever played that, I was just like, I had to stop for a minute. I'm like, this is just so amazing. Like, how does he even come up with this stuff? You know, <laughs> and it's literally a guy climbing a ladder. But that's the thing. Kojima can make but a guy climbing a ladder. It's one of the most epic moments you've it ever is, had it is yeah. it's so it's so out there and he is so good at making simple moments like that be more impactful and that yeah that was one i still watch the video to this day i'll still pull it up <laughs> still watch through it i'm like man i'll never forget how awesome this uh this moment was when i first played it. so yeah that's my first one is there another one that's not yeah this one's not spoiler either okay so my other one was super mario odyssey when you first get to new donk city Oh, that Remember was that so hit? cool. And they're doing yeah. like the whole sequence. And it's and a mix of like, uh, well, not even that. When you first get there, the mix of humans yeah. with Mario. They've never yep. done that before. I guess I should clarify. It, it could be kind of two things. Number one, when you first get there, yes, it's cool to see. But you're talking about the song. I'm part. talking about like the whole sequence with the song and you're going through the whole city Donkey and all Kong that stuff. I thought that was so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Love that. I think that anyone, adult or child alike, playing that area, that you can't help but have a well, smile it, on your face. If probably. you haven't seen it, what it is, is song starts with that Jump Up Superstar song. But yeah. you're 2D Mario going through all of these old nostalgic Mario moments of like yep. way, way old, of old Donkey Kong Mario days. Yep, yep. Uh, jumping over the barrels and Donkey Kong, uh, like hanging from different <laughs> things and, and jumping, and pounding and throwing the barrels. And 
uh, but it goes on for quite a while. It does. Yeah, it's, it's a little stretch there. It was just so fun to... It's like fireworks, was... and there's yeah. uh, all these crazy, like, the 2D, yes, it's in the resemblance of, like, the original Super Mario Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. their pixel art shines so vibrantly. Oh, yeah. And they do graphics with the pixel art way above what an NES would be capable of, you know? Yep, yep, totally agree. It was just really cool to see. I didn't expect it really, so uh, it was a whole cool thing. And it had that that character, the girl. I forgot her name. Pauline. The girl, Pauline. Her introduction and everything yes. and all that. It was all so cool. So I got to play that game again sometime. Okay, so that was number two. Okay, so in Cyberpunk, when you... And despite what anyone says about this game, I know me, you, and Mario, I like least, it, we, yeah. all, we all like this game. Anyway... There's a side mission where you find this sort of. Uh, well, I don't have I done all side missions. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Have you done a side <laughs> mission that involves uh, a convict, a sort of religious, very religious guy? He's been accused of of killing someone. You meet with him. Yes, dude, that was okay. cool. Okay, that okay. was so cool. Yes, dude, I'm right there with oh you. I think that God. was one of the best moments. Like, yeah, I. Yeah. I was playing this at night. <laughs> you're you're riding in the in the car. And yes, he's in the back yes. and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm playing at night. It's maybe like eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, let me do this one last side mission before I go to bed. Little did I know I was going to be up till freaking three o'clock. <laughs> I I remember um, being crazy impactful. One of my favorites. There was a lot going on. If you play Cyberpunk, make sure you don't miss this this mission because man, yes, 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 it's uh it's pretty wild. You'll so. know because I think it. It mandatory throws the beginning of it at you. You can take it further, or you cannot. But I don't think you can avoid uh-huh. the beginning of it. And you'll yeah, know because so. you're basically in like this SUV with him, and I think you're in the back with him, and two guys up in the front, like a like a guy and a girl. Yeah, yep. And you'll know because he's wearing like a orange jumpsuit and everything. His name is Anthony Harris, apparently, and just. So. Keep going with that if you ever play the game. I guess that's the best way to put it. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, I've already talked a ton about it, but I'll say it again. The ending ending E in the Automata. Spoiler ends in one hour, 40 minutes, and 16 seconds. You know, with the... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The credit sequence. I'll shorten it down this time because we spent so much time last time. But basically, you beat near, you get to the end, Um and then you have the final credit sequence where you're trying to destroy the, I guess, the letters, right? The, the mm-hmm. people who made the game with your little ship. You have a chance to, do you want to erase your data in, in exchange for uh, some help? You keep, no, I can beat this. So you try to beat it yourself. And then to make to advance things, basically, you end up getting help from people around the world. So if Tim was playing the game and he turned in his save data, he deleted it. Now that turns into a ship that can help me in my game. I just thought that was really cool and very creative um, how they did that. Super awesome. Very, very cool. Um, but again, hopefully no one hears that who hasn't played it because, man, you're robbing yourself of a really, really cool experience. <laughs> and the last one I have is you played Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Yeah. Okay. But hold on. I didn't I didn't okay. read it. So you, oh. can't, you can't say the end. It's Ooh, so long okay. of a game, dude. It's not. It's not the ending, but I, and I won't say it. But I will say. Um, hmm, well, there's this I... part to where I didn't even get to the part where you know where people like, oh, you think it's about to end, and there's a whole another like I don't know, thirteen okay. hours or something. I didn't even get to that part. Okay. Um. So you know what? I won't I touch know. on that one. I'll just say, anyone who's played this game knows 
that there is. I know that it links back to John Marsh, but I don't know okay. how, why, and all that. You know what? I can't. No, I can't. I can't even say anything else. It would be a huge disservice to spoil anything about that. So I'll leave that alone. But when you do beat it, I have to talk to you about something in there for <laughs> sure. But yeah, that's that's uh that's what I got for now. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna go through these like quick. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. Number ten, Persona three. The fact of you killing yourself to summon your persona. This was back on PS2 days. So mind you, I'm pretty young. You know, NES, Super Nintendo, N64, PS1, PS2, right? So it's like um, up until that point, I've never even... Like shooters, like multiplayer shooters of you gunning down people and killing them and all that. That wasn't even really even a thing yet at this point in time in gaming history. Sure. I mean, you had like Doom, like shooting demons but it was like really wacky guns right i don't know nothing really seemed that realistic really or that impactful so the fact of starting up this japanese rpg where prior you're playing like tales of games or you're playing like final fantasy and stuff you would never expect to start this jrpg and right from the get-go it's like one of the first scenes first cut scenes here comes a girl struggling with about to kill herself or not and it's this whole scene where it looked like she's like about to break down and start crying and all of this gotcha. because she can't bring herself to do it it's crazy and it's all like the opening cut scene to this game and then you trying to figure out like what the hell's going on why did she just do that yeah what a way to start <laughs> and then it's like a mechanic in the game where you just have to kill yourself shoot yourself in the head with a gun just to summon your persona so that was really mind blowing at the time and really affected me. Yeah, a I could lot. see that. Uh, next Very up, cool. beating Mike Tyson and Punch Out. Oh man, it's a great one! <laughs> it was such a big moment. Great for me. moment when you finally Dude, knock him out. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. How old am I? Right, five, six, seven. Um, I've been. I tried for literal years. I mean, like I'm. I'm probably three or four or five years old when I'm first playing that game, I probably didn't beat it till I was probably seven or eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's something at, at that point in time, you know, when you're that little, like you'll just go back to just, you know, there's maybe 30 games in total that you have in your collection. You're like eight and, uh, and that's pushing it maybe even 15 to 20 or something. So you're throwing in stuff that you play all the time. So the amount of times that I've played punch out and it could never even even get to Mike Tyson, much less beat him. I, I remember even when I got to Mike Tyson, the final dude, that took probably a year or two. Oh, yeah. Being that young. And then beating him, that was probably a whole nother year or two before <laughs> I could finally say I beat him. You know? Isn't it funny thinking like when you were a kid, you would spend a year trying to beat a party? Yeah. Game? Like today, you would insane? never <laughs> <laughs> So funny. But yeah, I just remember going back, you know, NES hooked up in the living room and booting it up late at night when everyone's asleep, (laughs) trying not to wake anyone up, just trying to see if I can beat Mike Tyson. And I got like the TV turned all the way down, which definitely doesn't help in that game because you need to be able to hear audio cues. (laughs) But it's like, what, you know, 11 o'clock at night and you're totally supposed to be in bed. Right, right. Nice. Anyway. (laughs) That's awesome. That's good memory. But yeah, when I finally beat him, dude, like it's like the talk in the neighborhood. No one oh, believes yeah. you. Stop lying. <laughs> <didn't beat> him. <laughs> Half the people don't even believe that he's in the game. Like <laughs> anyway. All right. Number eight. 
uh, secret island where you lose everything upon arrival in Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Aventide. Love yeah. that one. That's good <laughs> stuff, man. That, that was, was so cool when you first got there. You're like, what the hell? And then next thing you know, you're like committed to beating that place. Yeah, you just you, you lose all the stuff in your inventory. It doesn't even tell you anything. Are you like, wait, so is it gone for good? Is it only when I'm on this side? Right, you don't even right. know. Like, <laughs> That was awesome. Anyway, um, and it was really, really hard, dude. Like, how, how are you supposed to be like one of those huge... Uh, what do they even call them? One of those big guys, like almost like a big. Oh, ogre. the oh my god, Hinox or something? Aren't they yeah, called something like something that? Like, it starts it with an like H. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But it's like yeah, with yeah. what? With what? The stick I found right. those, <laughs> on the ground next to this tree. Stick in their face. <laughs> uh, like what am I supposed to do? Throw coconuts at them? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm supposed to beat this guy. Much less what I even is supposed to do on this island. <laughs> you can't even make your way back off the island. You don't have anything. <laughs> anyway, it was crazy. It was insane. <laughs> Number seven, Mario 3's ending. So, oh, up yes. until that point, uh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Bros. 2, I mean, 2 was wild for us anyway. It was completely sensitive. But we never, it was always like with Mario, okay, you get to Bowser, you just have to like jump over him. You get the flag, he falls right, down. And right, every away. time. Yeah. <laughs> in Mario 3, you're actually one-on-one with Bowser. And he's like <laughs> butt-slamming down on you. There's yeah. like these blocks that you're running across, and he's trying to get it to where like he's ground-pounding you until the blocks fall completely, and then you fall to your death. And you're just having to straight-on have to have a battle with Bowser in this sort of one-room setting, and it not be you just jumping over him and clearing him. No. It's been so long. You I'm pulling have, it up. I forgot You have to this. actually defeat him, like, for real. Yeah. Okay. And you did this, like, this big old battle with him, which was mind-blowing at the time. Like, I did not <laughs> expect this, because it took forever. I mean, when I was a kid, again, talk about a years with games. <laughs> Dude, it was years. I mean, I remember getting to World 8 so many times and never being right, able to get right. through yep, World 8. Yep. So... The, awesome. the fact that we finally and I remember the moment I was actually it was out of friends and we were playing like two player. He got game over a long time ago once we hit world eight, but I kept going. And I mean, let's say we arrive world eight with like 25 lives. OK, you going through them all in this thing. I finally get to the ending, which we've tried so many times and we always lose a world eight, you know, a year or two of this. Anyway, right, right. Finally, now. Oh, I'm on the final castle, you know? I've even gotten to the final castle and lost all my lives in the past <laughs> and it being like a year from that moment. Anyway, but you finally like, oh my God, uh, you see Princess Peach. She like walks into this door or something like that. And then here comes Bowser. And I want to say like there's crazy colors going on with the blocks or something like that. It's hard to remember. I was just looking but, at it. It's so funny like to see <laughs> it like that again now, man. But yeah, he comes out and then it's just like doo doo doom and you just got to battle Bowser. And you're like, "Wait, what?" And then he just jumps up in the air and just ground pounds at you and you have to dodge out of the way, somehow get in those little windows where you can sort of jump on his head. Yeah. But but he's really quick at moving, jumping up in the air, ground pounding, moving, jumping up in the air, ground pounding. And he's trying to make all the blocks <laughs> fall so you die. 
Then he just goes through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it, man. So, yeah, anyway, it was a it was amazing battle. That was such like an epic moment because you never thought you were actually going to get to battle Bowser. So that was really cool. That's awesome. Number six, Death Stranding's ending. The oh, bit yeah. to uh, good stuff. where I'm not even gonna spoil anything because to be honest, I couldn't if I wanted to because I don't remember enough to understand it enough to even explain it to even say what even happened. But uh, I just remember the whole beat scene with the like this bomb going off or whatever in that yes. whole moment. God, it came uh, in so many good moments, man. <laughs> and the this the song that's playing and the moment that's going on and there's this whole like sequence of them talking and stuff. It was crazy emotional moment and it hit, it hit me really hard and it was really really epic and sure. I can never get out of my head and I remember <sighs> just looking up so many things when that game finished on trying to explain what the hell did I just see? <laughs> yeah, These whales and uh, the world ending, but not ending. And I don't, don't even know. try to explain that game to anyone who doesn't <laughs> play video games. My God. Can you imagine? But man, was it epic. <laughs> it, it sure was. Sure was the whole concept of time fall is so freaking yeah. cool. Like, where do you even yeah. come up with that? It's so awesome. It rains. It hits you. You age because of the... Can you imagine you. if rain was really like that in real life? Holy crap. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Never walking outside. <laughs> um, number five, choosing your first Pokemon. Oh, of course. Very important. <laughs> One of the most important moments of your childhood. <laughs> who did you Who did you choose the first time ever? Squirtle. I chose Charmander the first time. <laughs> Man, I mean, I was so close. That's what I was choosing between. Really, it was Charmander and Squirtle. Yeah, but, I bought red version. I'm like, oh, I gotta, gotta go with the. You know, I just had it in my head, like, oh, if I don't pick Charmander, my games is gonna mess up or something. Which, what's <laughs> funny is, I had Pokemon Red as well. I didn't have Blue, but right. Um, I always, I don't know, water always gets to me. Like, I, I like, I like water stuff. So, sure, uh, I went with Squirtle there, and they can get into this whole like horoscope thing of like um i'm cancer and it's a water thing uh, and i, I gotcha. seem to appeal to water because of all that sure but i'm not i'm, I'm not even into horoscopes but yeah i always, I always wonder if uh like just like those, like the water types that's all yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but then it became a thing to where any pokemon game i'm like nope gotta go water gotta go water. yeah once, it made i feel like once you, once you pick the one you're just stuck there that's it you just keep doing it forever so that's funny you know what's funny too is i've played most generations and i you know i've fallen off a lot and all that but i still can't even if i'm playing it a second or third time with the exact same game and i so badly just want to be like let me pick one of the others i still can't bring it to myself <laughs> no matter how many times i try i, just, I won't do it i can't that's I'm funny like, nope, <laughs> i have to have oswato or whatever the hell's name was or, oh yeah or the 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 froggy dude or i don't know I, just, <laughs> I have to go water anyway number four legend of zelda wind waker hyrule under the sea oh yeah god that was so cool love that <laughs> discovering that was, was such a not cool expecting that at all and in, even whenever you're there I spent so much time, like after I killed the enemies in that room or whatever, where you're like pushing the blocks to make the triforce yes, and all yes. that. I remember just exploring that whole area, just looking at every little section because I knew like what it was. So I was like, oh my God, like 
I remember giving I was I was on the bandwagon of actually crapping on Wind Waker Waker when it came out because I was one of those people that was mad that it was all cell shaded and cartoony and kitty and I wanted an adult version because well i've been wanted this whole time and i thought we're actually going to get it because we had like a trailer prior or something like that where they were going to go really adult with it and then they basically took those ideas with twilight princess after the fact but i remember us getting some some little footage thing of some like demo thing for gamecube way before anyway but i was so like disappointed when it was all cartoony and then even like game came out i mean it took me probably two or three years before i even played it because i was crapping all the time and i was like gamecube's baby system and i'm all teenager and cool and adult and mature and i was like i was doing that whole cringy stuff and uh anyway but when i did eventually play it you know i was like at first i don't know it took me a long time to grow to end up starting to like it but what won me over was that moment because I was still like hesitant on it and I was forcing my way through and I wasn't really liking it that much. But then when I went down, it made me realize, oh my God, this is an actual, this is genuine Zelda because my whole problem with it is, is like, oh, Zelda changed and it's not sticking to his roots anymore and it's not being Zelda anymore. And what's with this offset island and what's, what's all these other like, the boat and nothing's feeling zelda everything's way too different it's not it's not feeling like the game i love you know but then yeah. whenever you go down in the sea and actually see hyrule and realize that it's a sequel to um i think i want to say even a link to the past i don't even think it's even referencing yeah, it's of interesting time. how it i think connects. it's referencing a link to the past and it even had the same music of a link to the past up in that area. And yep. I was, I don't know. I was so like from that moment on, Oh my God, I'm in love with this game. And it took that moment and it was so impactful for me. And it changed my whole opinion of the game after the fact and ended up falling in love with the game. And it was because of this one scene, but I just love the small attention to detail, everything that, that the castle being able to see the castle in such high detail, because up until that point, it just wasn't possible. We didn't have the tech to do that. Right, right. No, that was a big change, man. I'm so glad they felt confident in doing that, too. Yeah, yeah. Ended up working out. It's good <laughs> stuff. Number three, going inside the moon on Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah, man. God, I love that game <laughs> so much. So much cool stuff going that on. That actually is one of my favorite. What kind, of, what kind of balls do you have to have to make that game, like to even pitch that <laughs> game, you know? This is crazy, man. Like, who the hell even thought of that? You got three days. Everyone's going to die. Everything you do starts <laughs> over. You got to try to, uh, you know, I I guess, uh, what's the right word? I don't know. Like, identify with these people who are all miserable and they're all having the worst lives. Like, Yeah, and they're dude, basically having to, like, accept their lives and then die happy is what they're trying to come to terms with. Pretty and much. That's what the game's about is, like, having to accept death. It's crazy. It's such, such a cool uh, game. For Zelda anyway. to touch on that, it's not <laughs> But at the end there, where you actually like, okay, you're having this epic boss battle. They're on the moon fighting all that. And then you, I did not expect you to just go straight up inside of the moon. Right, right. You go in the moon and now it's like this like lush green uh, environment with this tree way off in the distance. 
of like this field that you start in with a bunch of flowers and stuff and everyone's just dancing and you're like, wait, okay. The world was about to end. The moon is this close to crashing and everyone dying. And then right before it hits, you get sucked inside. And now all of a sudden you're in this like paradise. You think the game tricks you. The game makes you think that you died and you're now in paradise and everyone's now dead. And this is like heaven. So they play with all of that. And you are thinking you're dead you're walking through this field. There's a tree in the center. And then once you get to the tree, you then go inside of the tree. Well, the, you're walking all around. Everyone's dancing, happy music, all that. And then the very moment you go inside of the tree, then it all goes into like epic chaos, really bad tone. Right, everything's right. really scary again. And then yep. that's where the real like boss battle takes place. And the Majora's Mask thing, he has like four phases to him. And it was actually a pretty hard boss battle, too, on top of that. And then you had the moment to where, like, you remember you have the mask of the um, the Link that turns really huge. I forget. Uh, oh, hold on. That plays oh. a part into it as oh, well. Oh, man. I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember. It's been so long. It's like he's got, like, face paint on his Is it like face. the Fierce Diety one? Is that the yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there it, we go. That's it. Anyway, it was so crazy epic of an ending. And it's yeah, taking place it inside of the moon right so before cool, everyone man. was about to die. So it's a cool moment. Can't believe that game came out like 21 years ago. <laughs> nuts, man. Actually, it came out in 2001. So was it's it 20 years. Okay, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty it's wild. crazy, man. Pretty awesome. Number two, you slightly mentioned it. Metagross Solid 4's microwave tunnel ending. Ah, uh, yes. Always now, a cool moment. Why it's so impactful is like we always remember... Oh, that was so epic going through microwave. I don't remember much about it. And I was going through and I was reading about it and watching about it, trying to remember why did it hit me so hard? Remembering now, once I'm looking back and reading on it, okay, you're old snake when the game starts. Okay. You're aging rapidly fast. You're about to die. This is easily your like last mission. You're not even capable of really doing this mission. If you didn't have the suit that you had, you wouldn't be able to even do a fraction of what you're doing otherwise. Um, but you're on the, you got maybe what a few weeks. I think they say, I think they say like three weeks and he's going to die. Um, cause it's it like that, that rapidly. Yeah. It was, it was pretty small window and you're actually talking to big boss about that in the beginning, which is yes. crazy. So you're very close to death already going through the whole game. A lot of crazy stuff happens, of course, but at the end there, you have to somehow make it through to this. If you don't, literally, like, they're going <laughs> to win. Everyone's going to die. The world's going <laughs> to be taken over. You have to make your way through this. But it is temperature. It's it's straight up oven of, like, over 400 yeah, degrees. Burning the shit out of him. Oh, yes. Me. <laughs> and you have to crawl. You have to make your way through this. You're old. You're already about to die anyway. You could barely even do the functions you were doing earlier. You could not take this heat. You go through it, even if you made it on the other side, like you're you're gonna basically be so burnt and shriveled up and not even be able to talk. You're like organs gonna be falling out of your body at the oh end of the game, even if you somehow made it alive. But you just had no other choice and you knew you were gonna die anyway. So you just try it anyway. Just and do it. The whole time you're going through it, it's hurting you so much. You can't even walk. You start like crawling, you're literally on all fours, like like using your arms to get you through sort of through and you're forced as the player to sort of like push his way through all this. And you know, like you don't even think you're going to make it out. 
everyone's going to die. You're literally dying. You're getting burnt. It's vibrating in a sense. It's making you use, like, I want to say a success controller to sort of like move sure. and all that. So it's really trying to get you to feel every moment. And like you were saying with the latter bit or, or Kojima with the death straining stuff of like, right. He's really good at making things that would be simple elsewhere, way right. more impactful because they, I guess the build up of the character and really getting you understand how He's great at it, every man. moment is. Yeah. 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 So the that, fact that we're still talking about that moment all these years later, I mean, it says it all. So. <laughs> but it was such a, such an epic moment. And, um, number one, what do we got? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going fine. I was going between like three different things and I still have them written down here. I had a feeling. I think I knew what you were going to pick. But, for you, one. but it's going to be, I'm going to land on. This is the last bit of the show. Uh, there's nothing after this. So if you don't want to hear spoilers on the ending of Final Fantasy seven remake, and you shouldn't listen to it. If you haven't played it, you should definitely play it. Even if you ended up getting, like we said in the episode, the PS4 version to PlayStation Plus, you can now upgrade to the PS5 version if you do have a PS5 without having to pay for it anymore. Play the game, for sure. But we'll see y'all next week. On to the spoiler. Come on, go with what you want. Fantasy 7 Remake's ending. Okay, okay. For some reason, I thought you were going a different direction with that, with Final Fantasy VII. I I want to. It's one of the other ones that I'm going to Okay, okay. Anyway, the <laughs> other one was the, I mean, again, I'm going to be adding timestamps and all that. Right. I know the game's super old, but right. um, people are playing for the first time right now. Right, this game true. is old enough to where, like, nowadays, people haven't played this. A ton of I mean? people haven't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the... Timestamp skipping this. You need to skip it if you haven't played it. But anyway, it was gonna be when Seth Roth killed Aerith. Okay, right. that was like right. one of the craziest moments in all gaming history and all. Of yeah, that. of course. Because no other game made you play with a character, and you have all these moments to where like you even have like romance options throughout the game. And if they mm-hmm. like you more, you'd be able to go on a date with her and all this mess. You actually like use her in battle and all this stuff, leveling her up all throughout the game, and then now she's dead. And she's and gone. All the progress. You all the items, all the leveling yeah. up, gone. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. that was pretty crazy for someone to even do that. But I do think what's more impactful is just Final Fantasy VII Remake's ending. The fact that we know that they're changing the course. Right. They're not just repeating the story. So yeah, it's a big deal. They proved that it's actually a new story, and they're now adding new content going forward. And once we leave Midgard, we're not we're not seeing the same world that we saw with the original. All new is on the table at this point now. So one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, they call That's- it Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then they don't even pretty, pretty it. ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good choice though. They really did. I mean, that is a, had a big impact. Obviously people were talking about it everywhere and we're going to see how, and I know many continue. people didn't like it, but I mean, I'm kind of with them, man. If you want the original, you can go and play the original. And, That's uh, true. And I know you just want like a cleaned up version, but they're even giving you that with that ever crisis coming out. It's, I know it's coming to mobile phones. That's kind of cringe. Yeah. But they are remaking it and beginning to end and, and throwing in new graphics and then doing that. So you have that too. But the Final Fantasy remake isn't remake. It's 
it's Final Fantasy VII Part Two. Almost. Reimagining <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy VII reimagined, <laughs> but it's not even um, it's not even retelling the uh, yeah. story. You you do have to realize it is the future. So right, Avent Children already took place. Christ, uh, Dirt of Starbreeze already took place. Um, the characters at the time, if you don't understand this part. I don't know what you understand and what you don't understand, but Jesse, let's say uh, Tifa, all of them, right. they're experiencing all of that for the first time. That is the case. Okay. Right. Cloud isn't, Aerith isn't, Sephiroth isn't. Okay. They're a part of all the characters in the game. Like that, that is all happening in real time for the first time. Okay. Anyone who's connected right. to the live stream is is experiencing it for a second time so cloud is sephiroth is and Aerith is okay right right but like jesse that's that's for real her experience at the moment tifa barrett all of that yep. cloud and sephiroth are like connected with like the same cells and all that which explains it in like avant children and stuff so just know this is a whole new trajectory they're not retelling the story. Even when you're playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, they're not even retelling the story. I mean, they're kind of retelling it to like the player, so you can kind of remember some of it. But even Cloud isn't experiencing the same stuff, and there's so many moments to where Sephiroth is purposely Cloud. He's almost tricking him. He's trying to get him to say, hey, just run away. Just forget everything. It's going to end horribly. Because he knows Cloud's going to defy him and try even harder to not run away. Because if he wouldn't have came in at all, he would have just... Cloud could have ran away at any moment. Because once things start changing and Cloud starts seeing the change with all the whispers and all that, Sethroth saw a reality to where Cloud just gave up and just left. So Sephiroth was like, oh, I need to antagonize him and keep him going. So that's why he keeps appearing throughout the game. God, my head's starting to hurt now. Okay. <laughs> I, I get I anyway. get it, but I need to I need to spend some time look more into that cuz that all sounds I understand the I guess when I first finished it, I didn't really understand how big it was that they were doing this. Like I was like, "Oh, okay, they're changing it." But the more you talk about it, the more time that's gone by. I'm like, "Wow, this is actually huge that they're, you know, they're changing this up to this extent." Yeah. So It really is just Final Fantasy VII Part 2 is the best way to put it because it takes place after the game. It doesn't take place during. Good way to end it for sure. It's a big one. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> anyway, good episode, man. Yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys their uh Christmas break if you're on break and uh yeah, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the break, enjoy New Year's. Enjoy yes, not having to go to school if that's a part of your life. Yes, and we'll be back. If we won't miss any episodes, we'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> Later.